Hello and welcome to the 293rd episode of Drop Frames. We're close. I think I think we should hit 300 by year end. If we count, that's uh, getting close to being a number that I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. I this is. Uh, I don't think Court of Swords broke 200, right, Zeke? Did we break 200 on that show? I want to say yeah. I think so. I think so. this is definitely the longest running show. If you think about the fact that every single one of those episodes is a week. We've been doing this for a while. <laughs> been going for, uh, now Twitch is the Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> we are now the Simpsons of Twitch, uh, unfortunately. Yeah. I don't know who's Homer. Maybe I'm Bart. Maybe Zeke's Homer. <laughs> Does that make Co Marge? I'd probably be Homer. I don't yes. know. No, Co's Lisa Simpson, of course. Oh, yes. Yeah, Co would be Lisa. Yeah, yeah. I'm Melhouse. You're Melhouse then, 100% Max. Yeah, I was already <laughs> there. I was already there. I'm glad we, we got there together uh anyways welcome to drop frames we're going to be talking about the news the games and uh elden ring because me and max can finally talk about it uh max was it as hard for you as it was for me to not talk about this were you frequently messaging other content creators that you think might have been in this to discuss the game like i was like i did with you (laughs) i'm so glad you did to me because i'm such an (laughs) unsocial weirdo that i was like oh thank god somebody's contacted me about this um (laughs) Uh, yes it was like uh, to the point where the days before that was leading up to it i was sort of like they they were like oh you can tell people that you have you can and you know have it but you cannot tell anybody how you feel in any way like they're really specific about it yes um and it just goes to show like how much bigger these games have got like dark souls 3 was a, a huge seller like more so than two more so than one and i'm pretty sure their marketing efforts are going to be well underway for this thing because yes. this game is going to prime to be just as much bigger than three you know yeah yeah it um we'll probably spend an hour if not a little bit more talking about it i'm not going to set a time limit on it, is essentially what i'm saying we i can show 30 minutes of footage max has already shown 30 minutes of footage so if you want 30 different minutes of footage uh, over on his youtube definitely go check that out uh and then there's a bunch of other content creators that i think are showing whatever 30 minutes of footage they want uh we were not limited in terms of what we can show only in time um and like what is it a demo the beta the network i don't it was more like a demo the, it was it was yeah, a weird it, thing it's it, the, i think it's the same network test that everybody is going to get we just had access to it a little bit earlier so yeah yeah the one that's showing up on friday is pretty much the experience you'll be having correct yeah it uh I mean, I guess, I guess let's jump into it. Zeke, I, I would love for you, and here's where it gets weird, is like spoilers are definitely going to be said. Um, I don't know like the extent of what those spoilers will be said. Um, we can discuss bosses. There was a lot of mini bosses. There was one big boss. Um, I don't know. You've seen all of that stuff. Like Most everything that we'll talk about was in the gameplay preview that they showed last week. So I think if you watch that, then you should be okay with anything that we talk about. Um, yeah, the, the the bigger trailer of like um, anything that was sort of in the bigger trailer, including like the castle and stuff like that, like that that was essentially all from network test. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I've got about 15 hours of footage uh, that I locally recorded throughout the, I, I recorded everything so I can just kind of skim through it. Um, if there's anything in particular that you want to show Max, um, I think I have most of it in, in jogged in my memory in terms of the progression. Um, yeah, I do know that me and you both started out completely different paths, uh, from our, our Twitter conversations, which I think is maybe a yeah. great way to start 
this conversation. For this, sure. This game's it's Breath of the Wild Dark Souls. Like through and I, through, it's Breath of the Wild Dark Souls. It's all the best I, parts I think of Breath of the Wild apt, with Dark Souls. <laughs> I think that definitely isn't an apt comparison. Um, although I I personally feel I, I didn't play through all of Breath of the Wild, right? I played through like the beginning of it and it just didn't hook me. Um but yeah. the yeah. game that I'm definitely feeling uh with this probably even more so is like Dragon's Dogma. Yeah. True. Uh, and there's just like some big moments that Dragon's Dogma kind of has. The one that really got me in this entire game uh, is is light. Yes. This game is like dark. It's dark you as hell. You have to compensate the darkness. <laughs> and yeah. actually, yeah, it's the perfect start. Yeah. Yeah. It. it uh, like I I found that cave on the beach that you didn't know existed, and yeah. if you don't have a torch, you it's can't pitch see it. fucking black. Like you can't see yeah. shit. You walk into a completely pitch black cave and there are enemies in there that like hide in the corners they're goblins that you can see uh so this is me just like figuring out how the game starts i'll kind of skip ahead here um you can see some light Uh, i'm playing so here's a funny here's a funny little moment here so uh, obviously uh jp has entered tutorial land because he was privy to some information ahead of time yeah i'd imagine this is going to change in the final release uh but there's a there's a funny thing that, like 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 we just showed the opening is like completely pitch black, and then you can fall down this this hole, which looks like you're gonna die because the distance is like perfect you're gonna die distance in previous Souls games in general. Um, and I I didn't really notice it. I just like sort of followed the light, and it just took me straight outside right. Like straight outside into the open world where you're confronted with like a very large, difficult enemy. I didn't even know the buttons. Yeah. And I just like committed to it. I was like, all right, let's go. And then I got a torch. I came back and then I did what, what exactly you're seeing on screen right now, oh. which is tutorial land. Yes. Where they actually, I, dude, I was like, for the, the life of me, I was like, how the hell do I two hand something? And it's like triangle plus L1 and R1. So, you know what's hilarious? I never figured that out. Did you not? Yeah. No, I kept unequipping I, shit and like pressing triangle, and it was like weird. He's not like gripping it with two hands. I don't really know what the fuck. So it's you have to press R one, L one, and triangle. So it's it's so you only have weapons on L one and R one. You can have three weapons yeah. on L one and three weapons on R one. It's triangle L one to single hand that one, or triangle R one to single hand that one. Gotcha. I never figured yeah. that out. Um, and it's kind of important you mean, you mean because you mean two yeah, hand. two-handed, yeah, yeah. two-handing, yeah, actual, oh, just yeah. usual. I'm gonna be brutally honest with you, Zeke. Have you played Dark Souls three? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, you're gonna be pretty fine. You're gonna be just fine. <laughs> like, okay, the game for the most part, like animations, even some enemies, like uh, there's a lot of Dark Souls three, uh, just in this, like a whole bunch and a whole bunch of Sekiro and. It it pretty much comes across as like it's gonna it's gonna take all the things that have worked uh, substantially well from the Soul series uh, in general. Like the first dude you run into, there's like an enemy that you first see when you when you walk out of yeah, we'll, this place into the open world. We'll see him and here. This in a guy is like, my name is you know something Odiwa, like the guy from uh, Sekiro that has like his crazy horse that like slaps you with a polearm. He is like that dude but slightly altered be with a giant shield and a huge axe kind of thing. It's like, this is a very similar fight to, to that guy, you know? Yeah. 
it uh yeah i i man i can't believe that's how you dual wield or that's how you two-handed i don't know if i would have ever two-handed against a boss but it would have been nice uh fighting some certain enemies uh to do a little bit more damage when i'm poking yes. um, just as well, a reminder helps because you naturally is... go ahead how do you two-hand in in uh in dark souls 3 it's usually regularly i think it's just triangle. trying you just press yeah. right yeah this is the first thing you see, by the way, when you step out of starting area. Why would they change that? I wonder. Like, is um, there? A I think it's because like there's so wise? many. So I, I, I don't, I don't know exactly, but there's so many different weapons you can have on L3 or R3 now. That yes. I, I think they want to emphasize it because now your L2 button is super important. L2 is like your weapon skill. Every every weapon can, can have a skill now. Every uh, weapon like can have a skill move. that you can you can swap in and out like almost freely. Uh, if you get to if you get to a specific uh, like a bonfire, so you'll be doing a lot of like weapon skill hot swapping uh, like crazy when you get to bosses and stuff like that because there are so many weapons. <laughs> yeah. Even in the beta, there's so much stuff they give you. It's like damn, dude. And the craziest part about the weapon skills is that if you have like a spear or if you have a sword. They kind of like do different things like they some of them will have like a generic like lightning strike or something that you can do yep but in some ways like they're sort of unique per weapon they have like different animations perfect example is the shield that i'm using i found a they're called ashes of war and they're found actually throughout the world you can just like stumble upon a mini a mini dungeon or a mini boss that will give you an ash of war there's creatures on the ground that you have to kill, kind of like uh, the uh, Twinkling Titanite creatures that would run away, the lizards. Uh, if you find those and kill them before they disappear, you'll get the Ashes of War. So for the shield, I found one that you it cast like a spell, and it has a pretty long cast time, and it slams onto the ground, and it creates this like benediction ring, where if you stand inside the ring, you get uh, higher armor, and it also heals you over time. And so when I fought the first, the first actual big boss, I turtled. I would just sit there and stand inside this ring with my shield up, which had 100% fizz reduction, and just like wait uh, for his attack. I didn't even realize it. I didn't even realize it did that. I thought it was like I thought it was mostly just healing. Yeah. I just used it as like a healing ring. Yeah, it, it gives you a, a slight like uh, physical damage reduction or something like that. There's a buff that popped up for it. Um, but yeah, we're we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves because Zeke asked the questions. I think that's maybe the best format for this uh jumping yeah you can jump yes. there's a dedicated jump button and it's needed because the the way that you get about in this world is it's not a dark souls game in that sense it is a dark souls game in some aspects of it oh, but when you're oh, it's a, yeah it's a dark souls ass game when you're in it's some a dark aspects souls of ass it. dark souls game <laughs> but when you're in this part of the world like journeying around you like I, I need to probably just skip ahead because they're going to show the map here in just a second. I'll find a map part. But I go and like think, okay, here's that mob that uh, Max is talking about fighting. This is the first creature this is that the guy you find. I fought with like no game knowledge. Yeah, the game teaches <laughs> you to like, sneak. Sure. It teaches you to sneak right before this and says, hey, you can sneak around if you want to. Uh, Sneaking? Yeah, yeah, there's, there's yes. mob detection. Sekiro sneaking. Yeah, you can straight up sneak around. Also, all these creatures that you see, like this goat or whatever, and those eagles that you saw, if you kill them, you get items, and those items are used for crafting because there's crafting in the game whenever you walk around. Crafting? You can craft crafting. bow and arrow, or you can craft arrows, you can craft sleep arrows, you can craft a you can craft shit craft healing ton of stuff. stuff for your horse. 
Yeah. There's also a horse, by the way. <laughs> hold, on, hold on, hold on, crafting, crafting. Now I know there was a horse from the from the preview, but yeah. um, the crafting thing. So, like you know, in old games you'd have infuse stuff with different stones or or you know whatever. Yeah. With That's in the game still. So do you? Okay. So yeah. you, I was wondering if you do that on your own now, or you still have to find a black. There's so there's still yeah. there's still items that you have to go find that'll be like resins and stuff like that that you can like put make a fire weapon you know temporarily, but in in the crafting you we don't know exactly how many things if you can like craft resins on the fly the most likely you'll be able to because the crafting is cookbook slash uh like book enabled yeah so your character has to essentially find like a book of stuff that is craftable and now you can craft it. And those, so the, those things are a, hidden there, in dungeons. There was, a, there, was a, there was a vendor that had like two different cookbooks of different things that I could now craft. Yep. Yeah, he has got like the basic introductory stuff and then hidden in dungeons or off of bosses that you kill or in the area where a boss is killed after you kill him. Uh, so they drop stuff. To, to go back to the first question you have, Zeke, which is jumping. Um, so jumping is important in the main world right and getting around then it's like nice and responsive and it's kind of cool but here's the here's the crazy thing so jumping now is a huge part of combat yeah uh jumping strikes which is jumping light and jumping heavy attacks are now like substantially uh affected in combat to the point where in my opinion like the jumping heavy attack is a substantial like guard crush sort of like stagger attack that works against the majority of enemies in this game and will lead to like visceral attacks, like critical strikes. And I didn't know um, that because Max is like, yeah, I jump strike the boss. And I said, you what? He goes, yeah, I jump strike the boss and it like staggered him. And I was yeah. like, what the fuck? And jumping is what like, <laughs> I'd argue, I'd argue currently in the game, like the jumping R2 is almost too good. You just, you just run in and jump R2, like almost everything. And it's just, it's just hard to stop you. Even enemies with shields, you just go, boom and there isn't that much recovery enough to sort of like be like should i stop doing this <laughs> like no it's just super good yeah yeah it's very strong um so here, here's what i was talking about max when i was dming you i just immediately went to the beach i was like i'm i'm just i was like i'm gonna walk over to the beach and see what's here i don't know if i can make these jumps let's just see what happens i think this is safe <laughs> so i jumped off into this rune I you can fall the a really long way in this game. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have that much HP. So that's I guess it's maybe percentage based, but I still worried about it. Um, another nice thing that I I think might have been in Sekiro, but the UI disappears unless you yes. start manipulating things. So if you heal, yeah, or you like go to search your inventory or change your weapons or anything, that's when it comes back. But it makes for a really cool experience because this is the game, right? Like this is how you experience the world. Um, without any UI obstructing anything. And I really like yeah, that. Yeah, I I did the exact same thing where after killing uh, the golden dickhead, I started heading down to the beach and you find that it's like a big giant golem sort of thing. And there's a lot of oh, weird, yeah. interesting stuff that happens on the beach. There's like NPCs and uh, enemies that you don't know if they're friendly or not that are that are that are like pitched up and, and camping and stuff like that and weird mystery stuff. Yeah. So it's kind of like, and I missed the cave down here completely until you told me. So there's there's a lot of cool stuff to see, but it's it's pretty obvious that you're supposed to have your horse by here. But the cool thing is that you you're supposed to have a horse when you fight the golden dickhead at the start too. Right. So you can approach the game in a lot of different ways. It took me probably 
two hours till I got my horse, which is, I think it speaks to the size and scope of the game that like to get the horse, you literally visit three shrines and that's it. You don't have to kill a boss. You don't have to do anything. You just like progress and find the bonfires. And by the time yeah. you get the third bonfire, some stuff happens and they're like, here's a horse. It took yeah. me two hours to do that because I was just like, wait a minute, yeah. can I go over there? Or wait a minute, what's that? Yeah. Oh, why the fuck? Oh, that thing looks crazy it's, on the beach. Let's try to fight that. <laughs> it's not even, it's not even that the, because that, that, that essentially, after like you open the first door of the game, the first big open world door, that thing's like seven minutes away, possibly even less. Yeah. And it's not far. And the game actually does all these things to sort of guide you in the direction you need to go. Every single bonfire has this like drifting, like sort of like after image of like sparkles that go in a direction. They're like, oh, this is the general way you should be going if you're if you're if you're wondering. And it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't act like a straight line. It just gives you a general direction. Um, but my God, dude, every single time that happened, I would just be completely deviated by something in the world or the environment. And I have to go check this out. Like I just, I, I can't help it. Yeah. Uh, it, it's funny. Cause I think whenever you play a new souls game, when you first start out, there's this sense of, uh, being so afraid of the creatures. You have no idea what, like, I have no idea what this is going to do to me. And then I'm like, Oh, I almost two shot that thing. So I get a little bit of confidence, right? Then that confidence overwhelms itself and I go up against the boss and just get absolutely <laughs> murdered. Oh, yeah. Or I start doing this type of shit where I just, I started out as the mage class Zeke, which will interest you. Um, I, and I was like, I, oh, this is very strong. I'm yeah. casting spells uh, and it's doing great. They have a little bit of tracking. So if they like circle strafe me like that, it doesn't go that well, uh, but it still does pretty good damage. Um, I will also say, so it, it, oh yeah, this, this part is important. important on screen too. Yeah. So when you're in the open world like this, it's, it's, there's really two different versions of this game. There's the open world aspect and then there's the dungeon aspect. When you're in the open world aspect and those four creatures that I just killed, they will refill your Estus flask a certain amount, depending on the encounter. So you can pretty much venture through the open world as long as you're killing creatures as long as you want, because you'll constantly get you Estus. Estus back. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that's a really nice touch and it, it keeps the, like, it keeps the dark souls feel in it enough while also allowing you to explore the open world in a way that's fun. Um, cause if they didn't have that, eventually you can only go as far as your Estus use. Right. Um, and that would be kind of boring in a lot of ways. Here's me fucking with this turtle. Well, I'll, I, I want to, before we skip ahead, I want to show the creatures on the beach because they're, I think, a pretty cool. Uh, weird Bloodborne shit. Yeah, yeah. They're, I, by the way, I am, uh, I'm writing down your your questions. Oh, you can't see it. Cause it's, yeah, yeah. I that, am writing down your uh, questions. That's good. I have a, a few of them so far. So when we Yeah, because I'll, I'll have to stop showing through, footage yeah. here in about uh, probably 20 minutes or so. Um, or 15 minutes now by, by my point. Or by my You count, can always but, just bring up my footage or something. Yeah, I don't, I don't, it's weird. Uh, it's a weird rule of like showing this footage. But anyways, this is like a octopus that is a nightmare creature. Uh, <laughs> it's just has a shit ton of health and kind of has like a gimmick to how you're supposed to defeat it. Um, yeah, so you found the gimmick too, right? I found the gimmick very quickly, or at least I, I understood what was happening, but I didn't necessarily know like how to defeat it. Uh, but then once I came back to this, it was very... These guys were very simple. Um, yeah. But that's a terrifying thing to see as you're 
fifth creature in the game, right? To like stumble upon this monstrosity after you fight I mean, some it's fucking not goblins. That terrifying. I mean, if you live with someone who has long hair and you've ever had a snake <laughs> and drain, like, yeah, that's and accurate. That, I'm missing the the actual mechanic there as well, which I thought was very funny. Um, let me skip ahead real quick and I'll show you the uh, the cave. I think I go to the cave. Maybe I just fuck more with this thing. Just oh, work I, on this dude okay. for a while. Well, we have a second weapon durability. Is that a thing? I don't I think do, so. I don't think, it, I don't think so. It was never painfully obvious. Yeah. Yeah, I never... Here we go. So this was the thing on the side of the beach. You can see how dark it gets. Um, I don't think it's a thing. Um, yeah. I don't believe it's there. Also, just the idea that this thing was called the Dissenter's Cave scared the shit out of me. The fact that I was playing alone in my house in a dark room. <laughs> Dude, and I think your character, at least from this footage, actually has more like world light to them. You know? Really? Like how your character can glow more. Yeah. I played the uh like the wolf class, the one that was all the way on the right. Right, right. And this cave was way darker for me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Like you have to have a, a torch. This is even brighter than I saw. Yeah. Um, it gets pretty dark when I go into the second area here. And in fact, I think I turn around because I'm like, I have to have a torch. Here's me looking for one, if I recall. I also put some stuff in like the chest, which I, I, there's no, as far as I know, there's no like encumbrance limit or there's no weight limit. I never encountered it, at least in my gameplay, but I guess you can store all that stuff in a, in a chest if you want to get it out of your, your inventory. Yeah. There might be like a hard item limit on the character. Did you just have like limited inventory now? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. I did end up finding something, though, that, like, increased, increased your... That might have just been equipment burden. This is how dark this shit is. They do a cool thing where they put these little, uh, like, moss uh, that you can actually loot on the walls. And so there's, like, a very slight sense of height. But playing Dark Souls 1, we've all been in that awful cave where you just see the creature with the googly eyes and the giant skeleton. And I was thinking the worst. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to fucking go in here. I need a torch. <laughs> I don't know what the hell's going on. I saw a handful of creatures and I eventually noped the fuck out. Um, and I guess to to speak to what's in this cave so that people are aware of like what type of thing this is. There's probably, I don't know, 15, 20 of these type goblins. There's a mini boss and then it takes you to another part of the island and that's the entirety of the cave. Uh, I think there's also maybe an item you can loot or something like that. But it, in a lot of ways, it's like a, it's like a mini version of Dark Souls, and there's yes, this is like this is like a side quest area technically. Yeah, a side quest area. That's a great way to say. It. And there's like four to five of these throughout the uh, beta, which or demo or network quest, whatever they want to call it. Um, which one of the questions I got on Twitter this morning is: Is this game easier than other Souls games? And the answer I gave that guy was yes and no. Yes, because you can do this type of shit and level up and it's much easier than like a normal boss. No, because there's a normal boss in the game and he's a fucking monstrosity and he's a nightmare and there's a straight up Dark Souls like full on encounter dungeon type deal. So yeah. uh, I, I think in, in a lot of ways, you'll be able to like overpower yourself for future encounters just by like exploring the world and finding shit. If you find so something also... that you like beat your head up against the wall, just fuck off and go another direction. Yeah, exactly. And there's there's a new accessibility to the game too, where around some of the because there's there's bosses in the dungeons, and there's also bosses in the open world. 
Yes. And if you're kind of aware around a certain area, there are these little like idols um, that are around certain big encounters and areas that are like littered throughout the game, but you don't really notice them. You like you come across them and you pass them and that's about it. Anyway, these idols act as sort of checkpoints and not as much. You don't re you don't like uh, you don't like they don't act like a bonfire. You can't like engage with it and, and you know, attune stuff and stuff like that. But if it's like a big open world boss fight that's pretty far away from where the encounter is, uh, the, the bonfire is far away from where the encounter is, you can have the option to repop at like the idol or whatever yes. the heck it was. Yeah. And so you're like right next to the boss fight this time. Yeah. And they're, they're smart about that. Uh, and, and I think that's maybe one of the best changes to the, uh, to the game is that they're, they're aware that like Dark Souls games are hard. And they found a nice, I think, in-between space of making it accessible uh, is, a, is a great term for that. Here's a random thing that you can find in the world, by the way. This caravan being pulled by two giants. And you can kill the giants and some shit will happen. Uh, and I found this very early on. I think Max did as well. And it served us very well. Damn, <laughs> stab that guy off his horse. I was very, I was very lucky to have done that. Uh, <laughs> That's some horse combat. I have my horse at this moment. I definitely found myself in like uh, a little bit of how I played the Witcher was I just never rode the horse. I was just annoyed by it. But I think actually once I started getting used to the combat, it was it was a pretty fun experience, um, especially when we fought the dragon or when I fought the dragon, which was on horseback. And we might show some of that. Maybe not how you see the dragon or anything, but maybe just the actual fight. I'll, I'll skip ahead. Um, yeah, that's definitely going to be a big part of the footage that everyone's putting up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zeke, you had a question? I have lots of fucking questions. Okay, let's go <laughs> Let's go like 10 more minutes, keep collecting them, and then we can just, I'll turn off the footage and we'll just answer questions. Um, Sounds good. Max, what, what, is there anything in your footage that you didn't show that we should show? So that way people can go watch your footage and maybe get more with the combined sort footage? Of like a, it's sort of like just a, a mixed mass compilation where I'm, I'm just sort of going over my impressions and then I just edited together all the things that match what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, so mine is like sort of slapped together of a little bit of everything where you see almost every single boss. You see almost like a little bit of every single area. Uh, my question for you, JP, did you eventually run into the bloody finger guy? The guy in the cave or sorry, in the like ravine where you got invaded. Yes. 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 That was pretty and late that was, that in was my a session. Cool moment. It was, it was, um, it was a scary moment because of me knowing the quality of PVPers that were invited to this thing and immediately thinking like, fuck, I just got invaded by like Peeve or by like Oro or <laughs> like some fucking godlike PVPer that's just going to destroy me. And it was luckily just like an NPC and then some other shit happened and yeah, it, it unfolded the way it did. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was a very it's cool moment. Cool I, wish there there, was more. You know? I wish there was more to them and there obviously will be. Um, in the yeah. main game, I, I think they stopped his dialogue after after that encounter when you go to talk to him. Um, I think, did you kill him by chance after the encounter? Oh, um, the guy that helped you? Yeah. No, I didn't. I think you can kill him and get his helmet. Because I saw a couple, uh, like, ghosts or whatever walking around that had that helmet. And I don't know where they got it from. It's got to be. It's. It's got it. There's no other really like enemy characters, or I'm sorry, player characters like in the world that can sort of give you gear except that guy for now. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. 
Um, and so a lot of people are killing them. Uh, here's a little bit of the environmental stuff that happens in the game. This is uh, progressing the main story. This was also the wall, funny enough, uh, that they had put in the game. So whenever I saw this, I was, I was very sad because there was always something very cool on the opposite side of the wall that I yeah. could never interact with, whether it was like a, uh, I don't know, like a, a small dragon flying around or a giant plant or uh, a piece of loot that was right there next to like this weird guy just sitting in the middle of the field, uh, which I'm very intrigued by that aspect of like why these people just camp out in a chair in the middle of nowhere um, and what that was all about. Um Dude, look at those trees in the wind. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah, there's some there's some areas that are severely affected by weather that are that look pretty great. Yeah. Um and I, I'll also say this, I'm I wonder in the grand scheme of things like how big this game is. Me too, because the the maps and the environment. So here's how I kind of described it. You, you remember in Dark Souls 3 when the DLC came out, um the Ariandel DLC and you had these really big snow areas yeah like like absolutely massive open slash uh like outside environments but they still felt like souls like outside environments um the open world map feels like that to me right it just feels like larger in scale versions uh of that so if I would specifically leave it like does this feel like breath of the wild like not exactly like it doesn't feel like i'm just going to cross over every mountain jump over every valley and then do this stuff i can see the map right i can see where the game wants me it to go like a country love song just there it's like yeah. i cross every <laughs> mountain like and i jump over every river <laughs> <laughs> they, they they clearly don't want you just to like start swimming across the ocean and i can just do whatever right now like it, it looks like there is going to be the exact same amount of like what quote unquote wide linearity that the soul series already has where it's going to essentially siphon you up here and you're going to have to go through the castle, you know, like that's going to essentially be it. Well, the world is so going to be connected from the impression I got from this, this, this beta slash demo is that the open world more, more so comes across as a giant map of yeah. dark souls or giant map of dark souls three or something like that yeah. instead of just like the typical like this is a gta open world this is a like maybe a skyrim open world to me that's why i use the term dragon's dogma a bit more because dragon's dogma wasn't really open world it just had really big maps right and a lot of space for you to go and investigate <clears throat> you know yeah yeah I, it, it's it's i agree with everything with you that you said and and i i mean i put how long I, I put at least I think 15 hours of footage is what I ended up capturing. And some of that stuff was me just kind of fucking around. So it wasn't actual content being played or anything like that. Um, but with the idea that you find pieces of the map, there's gotta, I mean, there's gotta be more than two of those, right? <laughs> so that's yeah, at I least like a couple. Yeah. That's got, that's at least like 20 hours of gameplay uh, for me, for my type of, of uh, style of, of dark soulsing. Um, and so I can I could see like this game being being very big. And I, I think it, it also speaks volumes the fact that when we started messing messaging each other in DMs, me saying, like, did you go to X, Y, and Z? And you're like, what the fuck is that? Where 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 do I find that random yeah. cave? Uh and so like finding that type of stuff, um, I think will make the game infinitely longer just because you're gonna be 
you're going to be wanting every you're going to be wanting to explore every little nook and cranny of like For a sure. wall line or a mountain line or, or something like that because uh, they're, they're going to hide that stuff very well and they already have done it very well in the in the game that we part parts of the game that we've seen so um, to be, just to be... as a, a point of order uh this is not a dragon it is a wyvern is it dragons have have four legs and wings wyverns have arms that are also wings just i called it a creepy gecko it's yeah it is what it is he does breathe fire though uh here's here's that uh, shield thing you can see me camping because i've run out of estus uh so i'm just sitting here in the <laughs> waiting for this thing you you can also straight up disengage from this because it's an open world encounter he's not always aggroed with you um so it does kind of lessen the uh i guess difficulty oh, of it I, I always ran back in and engaged him super fast because i was assuming he was going to get his health back right i guess he just doesn't he doesn't um wow i was talking with peeve as well and he was on horseback and he just like he would go certain Dude. areas while engaged and the the creature was kind of fucking buggy he said apparently um so i don't know if that's some stuff they're gonna work out this is all like obviously stuff that needs to get uh ironed out i'm very excited you can tell by my have constantly you <laughs> bag the creature have you never played a dark souls before why are you hitting its foot what do you, you mean? cut off its tail to get the weapon man i do the entire time that was happening i was like wait a minute should i be god i bet you could cut off his tail and it probably does something <laughs> i'll save that for the main game i was definitely doing that a lot yeah. but yeah max you didn't cut off its tail by chance did you i wanted to but then it was just like it is so damn hard like you have to manage the horse and do all this stuff i i you probably if you, if you fight the boss a few times i think you could probably try to hit the tail but that dude is big like reaching the tail will be difficult yeah yeah i'm uh i'm trying to find here's a little bit of footage on this is towards the end where i'm just kind of like riding around um but so you can see a little bit more of the open world there's a day night cycle and you can also go to a bonfire equivalent a grace point uh and change the time of day that you want it to be at uh there are things that change in the world one of them you're seeing right here at nighttime these things start spawning uh yeah and that's pretty cool when you're just riding around on a bridge and you see this thing just standing there um granted wasn't that difficult because i was already super hurt like leveled up but I can only imagine more of these things popping up and then being even harder to uh, to actually fight. The only reason I got through this is because I had so much fucking HP by this point in the game that it didn't matter. Uh, I could just kind of heal my way through it. But really badass to see that there's uh, different things in the world depending on the time of day. I think that that and can... And you imagine that just based on the world itself, there's going to be a lot of time-dependent events. Totally. There's probably going to be a whole bunch of items and much less uh, flora slash fauna. Yeah. that only occur at certain times of the day in certain areas so it'll just be about figuring out and discovering like so what the hell do i got to do to craft this or what the hell do i where the hell do i find this crazy marmot or something like that and you're gonna have to show up at some weird part of the map at night or something right why didn't uh, you I can, just I can already your see that thing. to take care of that guy <laughs> he did look a little bit like that Zeke, for sure uh, you actually, that was one thing that I was kind of upset about, uh, Max. And I, I don't know if you, maybe I just didn't find the spells. All of the spells in the, the network test, they were all faith-based. Like, I found they, my, There was nothing that was like arcane? I had two spells that I started with, and I never found oh, any that, other arcane things. 
Huh. That's what I. One of my questions was magic options: arcane, pyro, faith. Like, I what, found, what are we looking at? Because that's what I want to know. I think I probably found yeah, like that's true. seven or eight faith spells. Uh, there was there was some pyromancy kind of stuff. I didn't I didn't use a uh, a, a magic user at all. Yeah. Outside of like the fact that your magic points are used in weapon skills as well. So that's a part of like when you're when you have your Estus, you can either balance your Estus to be like. You get like four Estus flasks. I forget what they're called in this one. It's called like Crimson Tears or something. Yeah. Um, and you can drink four Estus or you can balance it back and you can choose. All right. So I want three regular Estus and one blue Estus. Or I want, I can't remember if that was what Dark Souls 3 was like. It might have like been. That. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like you, you can just balance the, the FP uh, of your character uh, with your flasks. Yeah. And there's also a th- uh, another, a third type of flask where you find things, it's like a magical concoction or something like that. And you find different versions that you can then mix into this like hybrid flask. And so I had one that increased my stamina and also healed for half my HP every single time. The other ones that you can put in there, like, is it restores FP, which is the mana. Um, And there was also one where it blew up when you drank it. And I didn't understand what the fuck the point of that was, unless maybe it has some sort of like, you can throw it at Crete. I, I accidentally put it with like heal and blow up. And so then I went to heal and then I blew up and died. <laughs> so it didn't really work out in my favor. Uh, yeah, I don't even know if I ended up using those items. I was trying to figure out, I'm like, do these give me more Estus flasks or something? I just couldn't. Yeah. I, so you, you could just, just put it on your, your item wheel and just yeah, use it? Yeah, let me, let me see. Uh, let me see if I can find like a... So right here is like the, the flask of crimson tears at the HP. And then the one below that, which I might end up using in this area was the, like the, the hybrid one, which was stamina and HP that I used. Um, and it was, it was a lifesaver. I mean, it was a fifth flask use for me, HP wise, um, which was nice, but I think I'm getting close to the amount of footage that I can show. So we'll probably have to, to cut away here pretty soon. Um, which makes sense as well. This is part of the, I would say main story progression, kind of quote the end, near the end of where the uh, the demo was, at least in that regard. But they do the, you know, they do the fire uh, barrel trick where if you run up there, you fucking just straight up die. And that's always fun. Um, and I actually had a, did you struggle with the guy in this door to the right? Oh, who, who, who would? That guy's a motherfucker. He's <laughs> a piece of and shit. It's <laughs> another fight that's like almost completely in pitch black. Yes. And you're like, dude, I have to use a torch in here. Like, I have to like put away the shield so I can see what the hell's going on. He, he was, uh, he was just a bastard. Uh, one, one of the, one of the like cheat sheets, I'm going to cut away now. Uh, one of the cheat sheets was like, use magic on him. So I stood in the door while he was on the other side of the door and just like pelted him with magic, but I didn't bring enough. Um, I had all Estus on life instead of uh, FP. And so like I drained mm-hmm. my magic bar and it did like a third of a bar to him. So I had to actually walk in the room and fight him and it didn't, I had to go back and do that a couple of times. He, he yeah, I think I, I think I reran, I think I rerun ran that whole area like three or four times before I eventually killed him. I was like, this guy's a pain in, but he's, he's technically the like the last dude you fight. So yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. And even then, I, I I had like twenty strength or something like that, uh, and I was still only hitting him for like a hundred a swing or something like that. He he still he was still a bastard regardless of what my level is. So, 
anyways that's all the footage that i can show max probably has a bunch or does have a bunch more footage if you want to see more of the the game on his youtube channel zeke i know you've got 4K. questions from chat yeah in 4k in 4k i'm sure uh zeke i know you have a bunch of questions from the chat as well as yourself so yes let's answer them i have lots uh okay some of them are, are are simple and some of them are a little bit more detailed but uh item storage weight limit what is that like item storage i just we kind of i looted i never ran into it um in terms of a weight limit um you there is a way to store stuff in a chest when you go to a grace point uh you can just mm. store all of the things that you get from like killing goats and all that type of shit um i don't know if when you go to craft if it uses that stuff or you have to pull it out of that chest before you can actually craft max do you know the answer to that does it treat it like a universal know. okay I, I never got to the point where I needed to put any of the items I collected into the box. So I'm, un, I'm actually not too sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 uh, I did not test that. Fat rolling. Yes. Kind of stuff. Yes. Okay. Yes. There is definitely, there's definitely heavy weight encumbrant. Yep. Okay. Yep. And it's, it's a, uh, I would say it's a little bit more lenient this time around. Like I got some, I got some pretty heavy armor. And I only needed to put like two or three points into the stat and I was able to medium roll at that point. Yeah. And it's, it's weird. Like it seems it's a bit more like, like you said, lenient, but also in the same way, like shields and stuff like that feel way better. Yeah. Like you could, it feels like you can block more. It takes away less stamina. It takes away less health. Like it, it, it seemed like a lot of those things that normally are only so good before I just had like a, a tiny buckler and it was doing work. Yeah. I was like, wow, okay, cool. Yeah, funny enough, the the I forgot what the starting class was, Forgotten Knight or Eldritch Knight or whatever. The the class that I chose to start with had a hundred percent physical reduction shield. I don't think wow. the others had that. So it it seemed pretty strong, uh, but you start pretty low in like the strength stat um and other things, but it seems a little cheaty in terms of getting a hundred percent fist shield right off the bat. I'll try to lead these questions into each other when you're talking about shields. Uh, parry system is there a parry system that like, yep yeah same thing how is it it's the same thing same, same as always it's the yeah. exact same thing as dark souls 3 yeah okay um i did not utilize it much uh i did five or six matches i invaded five or six times uh because aura was doing some pvp matches and i definitely got parry and just non-stop uh, <laughs> he knows what the fuck he's doing the system works like it's it's very good um, speaking of equipment, uh, is, is there anything, uh, that's, that's missing? Like someone asked me if there's a bow in the game, like, is there like all the swords, bows, shields, all, everything is, is there? Yeah. I think it's all there. Okay. How about a pretty, there's a, there's a limitation on how much stuff you have access to in, in the beta, but like I sure. use a Lance from dark souls two slash three and there is, there is a dual wielding swords at some point, I think. So it's like dex build stuff and yeah there's there's going to be a whole lot of weapons and weapon variety that's in the game for sure yeah yeah there's also they, they fun scale. there's there's like hawkeye utility arrows you can get a sleep arrow and you can just straight up oh, sleep nice. dudes uh which is kind of interesting in the open world like if, if you want to sleep a bunch of people that are maybe higher level than you uh and then you go and loot the treasure that they're like guarding you could totally do that is is that like do they limit how many you can do it by like the ingredients you have to use? I think you can have maximum 10 on your person. How rare they are? I, I think you okay. can have 10 on your person at, at maximum. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. 
classes are there like how many more there's, less there's same, five what? starting classes in the network test i don't know if there's going to be more um okay. there wasn't like we didn't, a depraved... get, we didn't get great a character yeah we, we that's true we did not get to like create in terms oh, of making like character pre-made crazy. classes yeah okay. yeah and i didn't see like a depraved where you start at zero with like no stats every every class that we had started level five and they had like their own set you know stats and everything associated with them um, and I'm seeing a lot of repeat questions for people who are just coming in. Uh, if anybody in chat would answer those that we've already answered, please. So I don't like feel bad if they go, I don't want them to be ignored. Uh, all right. Oh, bonfires, fast travel. How anything. So you, it's, it's kind of cool. Um, you pretty much it, just explained it. Yeah. It, it's, uh, oh, sorry. Well, it's, it's you interesting. Did, that's it. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Oh, I that, think like, said I pretty much just explained it. And I was like, yeah, oh, you fuck, did. I fucking missed it. Shit. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's interesting because, like, with Dark Souls, right, you had to go back to the bonfire, then you choose which bonfire you want to teleport to, then you teleport to the bonfire. Here you're just walking around, and you, like, pull up your map and say, okay, I'm done here. I want to go to this place. And then it you're just whisked away to that bonfire, and away you go. Um, and and it's, it's weird playing that in a Dark Souls game, um, but it makes perfect sense with where those type of games are these days. Like it, I, I wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, and I think it's the perfect way to, you know, progress the series forward, right? Like I can get up right next to a boss, die a couple times and then walk towards the boss. Think, yeah, maybe I want to go somewhere else, pull up the map. I'm somewhere else like immediately, uh, which is, I think how it should be. Cool. Um, I'm not sure what, what I wrote this question down and they repeated it. I'm not sure what it means. How, how do summons work? I heard that you capture enemies' souls. So I didn't utilize this system all that much. There, There is a way you can get summons in this game. And there's different summons that you can find. I know that some of them are like a pack of wolves or, you know, uh, like... Uh, Wait a minute. You actually summon like, yes, like a monster yes. summoning spell in D&D? Yes. yes. Get the fuck out of here. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, you can like summon like a brute guy that that like walks around with you for a while. Yeah, or like Dude. or like three people that follow you around and have you know uh, different uh, lances and spears, like a, a small I, I little crown. I was severely confused. I never did it. Hell. I didn't know how to do it. So, so yeah, there, there's some there's some weird limitations to it in in the beta, and it's like certain areas allow for it. And it, that's pretty much what it boiled down to. I was like, I have the FP for this. It seems like I have all the ability. Why can't I do it? And then in some areas, it just seemed like summoning was active. So suddenly, whoop, you could just cast, like, and all these dudes are running around with you and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, it, I didn't mess, that was one of the systems I did not mess around with that much. Okay. Uh, Do you know if you, do you choose what you summon? Is it random? Yes. Yeah, you have to choose the spell. So, like, when you're at the bonfire, you can go in and, like, choose which one. Uh, you want to like have equipped, I think, essentially. Oh, okay. And then I think I it goes in the. It was like it goes in like the equipment okay. slot on down D pad, I think. I think. I was wondering if it was like uh, um, based on your location, like if you're in the in the mountains, you'll summon a tim- summon a timber wolf or something. No, like no, that. you get to choose. Okay. okay. You can use it to fit your place. They essentially, style. act like spells. Yeah, yeah, they're essentially spells. Um, my next question I just wrote down: dead horse, which means like so you yes. can heal your horse. Yeah, if your, your horse, horse dies. dies. If your horse dies, you can use a Estus Flask to bring it back. Oh, okay. So it, it uses that as like, you can summon your horse four times every death or however but many But if Estus your horse you dies, 
it's probably a very high likelihood that you're dead too. <laughs> yeah, it's going to go because bad. Because if oh, you get important? knocked off the horse, they walk up and stab you on the ground and you're dead. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you have like a, like a, you have to get up off the ground or they. There's an yeah, animation for it. Okay, okay. Yeah. You can, you're not saying like it's impossible to win fights without horses. No, no, no. Like, and that's, that's a big part of it is that some enemies like right after you get the horse, for example, you start fighting dudes, and you're like, damn, I can beat these guys' asses. This is super easy now. But there's these, like, <clears throat> lone wolf guys or something right after that are, like, they big fucking dudes. They suck, yeah. And they literally are meant to, to knock you off your horse. So you have to, and if you engage them on the ground, they're actually not that bad. But if on the horse, they, like, boom, they'll knock you right <laughs> off, and they walk up and stab you, and you die, and you're like, okay, you can, right? <laughs> you can do the same thing to them, though. Uh, so one of the, yes, one, know, of the yeah. one of the spells that I had was like a uh, it's like a thrusting great sword of like arcane energy, and so when they were running at me, it has a little bit of a wind up. I would start the cast, and by the time I timed it, got well or good enough at it that I could time it that like right when they were about to swing at me, this like giant fucking arcane sword would go straight through the horse, knock them off, they'd fall to the ground. Then I'd walk over yeah. and just stab and one shot them. It felt there fucking some, awesome. There are some pretty great moments with these guys because they're also on like horseback and they're they're hunting you down with the dudes that are on foot. I, I the first time I engaged them, it was kind of neat because I had like a lance and I was just like booking it at this dude with this thing of like, let's go. And this guy's like ah, like I'm like damn, this is pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. And then he knocked me off and I died. I was like, okay, that was cool though. Yeah. Horse feels great, by the way, in terms of responsiveness. Uh, it has a dash to it. There are like these jet stream things uh, throughout the world. Jump. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it does. There's like these jet stream things where you can walk into it and it'll do like a giant jump type situation. It's definitely like not a normal horse. It is a mystical ass horse. The, uh, that was yak. my next question. Was on a scale of 10 being the best and one being Roach, how, uh, <laughs> how controllable is the horse? Does it feel really good? Very or? good. Yeah, I, I thought good. it felt great. Uh, it, it could... You didn't have to... It, they didn't try to like mimic how an actual horse would feel, right? Good. It feels it feels like a gamified horse in a lot of ways. Yeah. It's not slow. Like it can turn a corner a real fall. quick. It's got a dash bound to it. I mean, you're fucking like jumping up like a hundred feet into the air off these giant air um the thing, the thing is very much Yakul from Princess Mononoke. Yes. Yeah. It's it's the yak. The the weird yak. It's like it has like very similar animations. Yep. The, red elk or yeah kind of yeah, yeah like kind of okay. has these two and everything like wow okay you can just straight have a shiitake build if you want yeah okay it's good uh all right next uh where are we at oh uh leveling up how do you how, how does it work how do you do it same thing as always same shit dark souls 3 yeah you go to a person and talk to them uh well you go to the bonfire yeah um there, there is For a bonfire yeah i forgot i'm sorry yeah there, there is a um some things happen have to happen before you can level up but eventually those things happen pretty quick and then you get the ability to level up but no seek seek less than none of that no there is yeah there, oh. there's, there's, she's back yeah there is there is still <laughs> like a, a like oh. a maiden yeah max i'm, you're, I'm you're, getting crushed yeah your internet's dropping a little bit there so that the cameras are going with it yeah, I love that. That's what your program does, like, or the or the or the program. I think does. it's more. Like, yeah, it's like when the OBS. internet starts going away, we'll get small. <laughs> the reason it does it is because I mean, I could explain it if you want. I don't know if it's necessarily that important. The reason it does it is because 
it's it's a 1080p image at highest uh i got some elden rig in there highest bit rate but then when it drops it goes down to 180p right now which is okay guys i found the elden ring it's like right here (laughs) right right here yeah right off screen it's uh I could I could try to fix it here. Keep asking the questions. So you can mess around. Oh, with uh, I forgot to ask. Uh, I was reminded again. Um, uh, weapon scaling. Does it scale with your abilities still? Yeah, with your stat points. Yeah, and, and yeah. as you yes. as you level them up, the, the scaling changes for weapons and things like that. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Cool. 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 Uh, uh, we talked about the how to how to two hand a weapon. Uh, what other control scheme differences are there? If if any. Um. None. There's a jump button. There's a jump button. Yep. Yeah, uh, jump button. There's you know a lot of uh, what's it called? What would I call it? There's like the weapon skills, the art system stuff that we talked about, um, which you can choose for your weapons. And in some cases, you can apply. You can apply like the weapon. If the weapon doesn't have an innate weapon art then you can apply your own weapon art or the weapon art of your choosing to it if that makes sense hopefully i explained that correctly. it's sort of like there you know how in, in dark souls 3 weapons had weapon skills yeah right yeah in this one you get to choose the weapon skill there you go so and you get the weapon skills by fighting bosses and collecting loot and stuff like that so um my question becomes then um there was a, there was like a hack or a cheat or whatever you want to call it, where you could uh, use the weapon skill like on the dragon the dragon's tooth, and but yeah. you could use like the S docs like stabby skill with it. Is that like kind of what they did now? Like you can do any weapon skill with the weapon, as long as it doesn't uh, have pretty much yeah. As long as it doesn't have like an innate weapon skill to it, like if okay. it's a unique so, enough like, weapon. For example, there's. There's there's weapon skills that are like meant for like main hand weapons like swords and and stuff like that uh, that almost feel like they work with everything they have like different animations and stuff like that yeah. uh, but if you there's also shield weapon skills that work on like the majority of shields there's a bow and arrow weapon skills there's like a, something for everything and you just these the, what I like about the game is that you get these skills from killing bosses and large world enemies and stuff like that. Yep. So nice. you're really incentivized to actually go kill these things because you literally get new gameplay by doing it. Yeah. And also, as uh, Chat's pointing out, some of those skills are based on weapon types. So like th- uh, thrusting weapons, slashing weapons, blunt weapons. How about stabbing? Yeah. 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 So you can only use like that one uh, specific weapon art with uh, all of the slashing weapons, uh, for example. Uh, mm-hmm. Someone said power stances from uh, from Dark Souls 2. Can I, I'm not I can't remember what that really is. Yeah, I'm trying to think you, what that actually. I'm actually unsure. I'm not okay. sure what the, the power stance is. Moving on. Uh, swimming. Chat saying it's there's in swimming. Uh, there's no swimming. No, you, no swimming. Swimming. you still drop off the <laughs> face of the earth when you walk into the water. Cool. Um, how does the uh oh rolling iframes? How do they feel about the same or anything? Felt great. There? Felt like dark same Souls. as Dark Souls three. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, the first big boss you encounter, you pretty quickly realize that like you have to actually start rolling for iframes, and and it like requires you in a lot of ways to have that skill down for that boss. Gotcha. 
All right. Uh, next question is, I've, I've seen this a couple times. How is the audio, the music, the sound design? It's fucking awesome. And in a lot of ways, it's, it's great for bosses and all that stuff. You know, it's your classic Dark Souls. I don't know if, and this kind of gets into a grander conversation that I think is maybe a little bit streamer centric, but when you play games on stream, chat kind of fills the void and you lose a little bit of the immersion, right? And so when you're just playing a game, when you're 100% focused on playing the game and while you're walking around in this like very large open world, that's like kind of bleak. You're not really sure why everything's so fucking downtrodden and like horrid or horrible in a lot of situations. There's just a very thin noise of just like a one note that just is straight in the background. And it's just that one note just as you're walking around. And it created this atmosphere that was like, it kind of had me a little bit anxious at all times as if anything could happen. And then a dragon would spawn in (laughs) like anything. Yeah, there's. I would freak the fuck out. It doesn't have like background music it doesn't really have like an overall like world theme or something like that it just has like notes that it'll play every once in a while that just sort of like occupy the sound space but don't really take over i'm trying to see if i can find some here let's see if this comes through so like breath of the wild no chat it was definitely not bing ding 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 dunk bing 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 (laughs) Bing, 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 bing. No, it was definitely not that. Here's me just standing still. It's just this. And there's just one note. Yeah, it's just it's just ambient. Dude, that's that's a-okay by me. As long as they fucking pump you up during the fights, like oh, yeah, now, is do. it just boss fights or is it mob fights too? No, I think it's no, just there's no fights. theme that kicks in when you start fighting like, uh, when you start fighting like regular enemies. But mm-hmm. if you, JP fire up the golden golden asshole at the start, and uh, I think I think okay. a theme kicks in for that guy, even though it's technically like an open world boss fight, because there's definitely a, a theme that kicks in for the dragon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me. I figure out where I killed him. I encountered him once, and he beat my ass, and then I skipped him till later on. Here it is. So, that's me killing the boss, by the way, and not dying. Wink. <laughs> uh, no, that's the uh, that's the music for the first boss. Yeah. So, I, the ambient music that plays while you're just walking around uh, is is awesome. Like. Dropping on that beach, seeing the giant, like, horrific eldritch horror and those uh, octopus creatures and just having that, like, one note play in the background is like, oh, fuck. I don't I don't know if this thing's going to, like, one-shot me. Like, it, it reinforces that feeling of a, a stranger in a strange world type situation. Yeah. The How's more, the, uh, the more the... I was... What? Go ahead. <laughs> you, I was going to change topics. If you're still on this, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to mention, like, when, when, you're, when you're in the world, right, and it, it's, it's, I started to figure out what they got, because there's, there's essentially, like, ruins, and there is, like, these chalice dungeon things that you can enter and go into. 
And then yeah. there's like unique areas like mines and stuff like that that are probably going to be sort of like, you know, specific. But the chalice dungeon-y sort of things are very similar to chalice dungeons. You go in, they have like a look. And then when you get in there, they have sort of the same enemies and you have to unlock something and then you get access to the boss. Yeah, It's not super complicated from what they have in here, but they those are going to be littering the whole world, right? They are, they are effectively, you know, the, the Breath of the Wild uh, puzzle-like dungeons that you kind of run into um, without there being puzzles. They're mostly combat-oriented. Yeah. And then you have these uh, ruins, right? Like just ruins of what a city was. Yeah, shrines. And um, the, ruins of, the ruins of cities have a focal point that eventually leads you to go like down into a room and you get a chest. And there was a couple of different areas that were kind of like that where, oh, okay, I have to clear out all the enemies in this area and then I have to find like what they're hiding. And it, I think one of them was like a full armor set and another one was like an actual weapon skill, like an Ashes of War weapon skill. Yeah. I found one that was like something that you can, it was like a badge or something that you equip and you get a little bit more stamina from it. Um, oh, really? I wow. didn't understand how to equip that until like the, towards the end of my playthrough. There's a lot of things where hmm. I think my, my Dark Souls knowledge kicked in and my stubbornness to accept new or understand new things also kicked in. Yeah. It was like, ah, oh, this is fucking Dark Souls. I could do Dark Souls things. And then I would see something new. It's like, I don't need that. This is Dark Souls. <laughs> and I just continued playing along until eventually I was like, let's see what this is all about. Uh, let's see how this works out. Um, and I found myself doing that a lot throughout the playthrough. Zeke, I think you're going to move on. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, one second here. Uh, all right. Uh, okay, let's see. Oh, leaving messages. Yep, you can do it. Like with Soapstone leaving messages and all that kind of stuff. Did you come across any like... Oh, there was a ton. Like yeah, there's okay. a ton. And I, it, they, they do a good job of, I don't know, because there's only so many people playing. Obviously, a lot less than will, there will be on, on release. Um, and so I don't know if they were, like, created by From Software or, you know, you would get, like, a, a joke one every once in a while. Mm -hmm. um, but there are also a lot of informative ones. And I don't know if those were, like, player created or Bandai or, or From Software created. I, I couldn't honestly tell you. Um, cool. but they're, they're everywhere. Um, and they're, they're as spoilerish as you want. Uh, you can walk up and say like, or you'd walk up and see, you know, two or three little death, uh, pools, little red blood pools, and then like two white, uh, messages and you click them and it'd be like strange enemy ahead or, uh, hard foe. Try jumping. Yeah. <laughs> try jumping. Or there was obviously a shit ton of, uh, I never found a hidden wall. Did you ever find one Max? I never found a wall that I could like. No, I didn't. Uh, yeah, right I think click about and it. it would disappear. I never found it, but there was a lot of messages that people had put around, say like a fake wall uh, slash or something like that. But I yeah, never found I one. actually didn't. I was looking too. Yeah, yeah. I think the the opening area has an item on a cliff that I didn't, I didn't know get, how to get to. I didn't know how to get that as well. Saw I, that too, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if you find another path in there. That would be kind of a dark side. I tried trope. looking, but there's like there's like a like not fog wall when you're in there when you're when you activate one of the first like ashes area. Yeah, but probably something. I'll have to check other footage to see if somebody else found it. Yeah, there was one in the trailer, I, so I know they exist. Uh, the trailer that uh, that they put out last week, but. Uh, yeah. I didn't find one. I will say there were some dungeons where I I cleared them, 
and thought, okay, I'm done here. And then someone tipped me and said like, there's a boss there, by the way. And you have to like go and it was the one in the, uh, for example, it was the one in the mines. And so you oh, have, yeah. you have to like use your dark souls knowledge to be like, if I were a boss in an area, what would I do to try and find that type situation? Um, and that made me very excited that they are going to put hidden shit all over this map. And so anytime I was going into, for example, some elevators, I wouldn't go up at first. That's I'd hit the elevator and be like, is there anything down there? Okay. Nope. Let's bring that elevator back. Yeah. Now let's get out my torch as I'm going up. I didn't see, let's go one, let's go down one more time and just look to see if I can jump off anywhere. Yeah. That mine is so demon souls. It's crazy. Yes, it really is. That was like a demon souls inspired area. Definitely evocative of, of, uh, the mines and demon souls without a doubt. So even, even to the, like, uh, even to the actual enemies inside of it, they were like miners that had a shit ton of, uh, defense where you have to like backstab them to be effective. Yeah, and there's some there's some cool interactivity where some enemies in the world react specifically to fire. So if you have the torch and you go to those miners and you poke them in the back with the torch, they go huh, 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 and they have the thing on their back and it explodes. Yep. Yep. You can do and, uh, fun there's, shit like there's that. And there's a there's a plant enemy like just in a in a random ruins in some place kind of where hidden. if you if you hit them with the torch, it lights them on fire. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know it lit them on fire. That guy was a bastard uh i had to like yeah it's a pain in the ass if you don't do that he was he was he's like literally hidden behind a wall up on top of like a hill there's like this plant creature uh and he just exists and he's got a bunch of little plant creatures and then when you end up killing him he drops one of those ashes of uh ashes of war i think is what he dropped and so you get like a special ability from it um so that that stuff's great like as long as they keep hiding and putting interesting little encounters throughout the entire area like that if that's what this game is i this game's gonna be fucking awesome did did you know what did you ever hear from anybody what you do with that lightning area no i i just know that lightning happens i never i know yes. there's a bunch of giants there and they suck and you can't fight exactly them. There's a weird little patch where all this lightning starts striking like crazy. I couldn't actually get it to hit me. Yeah. And I was like, what is this? And it, it actually causes these weird, like, fulgor, uh, fulgor bugs, sort of like plant things, uh, like lightning related. Like, oh, so you get like a unique item here. Cool. But what the hell's with the lightning? Like, I don't, I don't know. get it. Like, that was one of the biggest questions I had it, when, uh, about the open world. I found that place before I saw the dragon that you can fight. And so I connected the dots to the trailer where there's a dragon that has the lightning that he's grabbing from the skies. It strikes down and then throwing the thunderbolts at you type deal. Um, oh. And so I kept thinking like, oh, this must be the dragon that they talked about that said was in this. And so I messed around for like 10 minutes. And then I got tired of the fucking giants chasing me around because <laughs> they take so long to kill on horseback. So I just left that area. Yeah. Yeah. There, there is a there's an item over there though that you can grab one of the giants is like on the ground and he's next to a couple of runes and and behind that there's an item behind him he's like guarding an item i don't oh, remember funny. what it was. I, I think i'm gonna miss that yeah the so i i did this goofy thing where you go up that hill and it's like the big stormy hill and there's yeah. one of the crazy like demon squid creatures um and i'm like i have an idea i like aggroed a couple of the big ogre dudes right and I trained them over 
to the big squid monster. Did they fight? Where the squid monster was jumping in the air and doing all this crazy shit, but the squid monster was landing on the ogres, hitting them, and they were like trying to hit me, but beating each other up. So enemy on enemy engagement is 100% there. And That's I, great. I eventually died, but I just had the enemies like fight each other, like through just missing me. And it was working. I was like, That's this awesome. is actually kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if you could somehow like debate them into fighting each other when you're super low level and farm some souls or something like that. You definitely good. Yeah. Yeah. That would be sick. That would be super sick. Um, yeah. Zeke, any, any more questions? I think me and Max could probably like reference almost every encounter we had in this. Like, did you do X, Y, Z? Cause that's basically all we've done so far. And that's all we did on Twitter. <laughs> Once we found we were both playing it. Yeah. Uh, mimics. Didn't find one. I would hope. They find one. Yeah. I would. I, I would think do. they would have to. I think people would ride if they they weren't in the game. I hope they mimic other things other than chess, though. I really do. I hope there's like a yeah. surprise, you know, like a, a, um, what are those? What are the games you play in Gary's Mod where like the, the prop prop hunts? all mimic? Yeah, yeah. Like if you feel like it's a prop hunt. It's like oh. anything could be a fucking mimic. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. I mean, that, did you did they ever do a bonfire mimic? I, I want to say they did, right? Like once. Oh, that was in Dark Souls 2. Yeah, okay. That's right. There was a moment where there was like a fake bonfire, but it was story related. Right. Mm. Good segue. Um, because did, did you run into invisible skeletons? Not invisible skeletons, but I did run into skeletons that didn't die when I killed them. And I thought, I yes, thought there was okay. a necromancer around. Turns out when they're down on the ground, you just have to hit them again. It take, it's like an extra yeah. double tap yeah, situation. Yeah, you hit them before they resurrect, yeah. Yeah um i i, was I know where you around, found those guys yeah they were around the weird jellyfish things and i'm just like smacking jellyfish i'm like all right here we go let's just keep moving and all of a sudden i'm knocked off my horse i'm like what the hell is going on and some of the skeletons in like dark areas i i think this is the only thing that makes sense if they're not lit by like light uh they're invisible i'm like whoa i started running away and then the, the skeletons showed up i was like what the hell is going on Huh. So I got ambushed in the middle of like a dark, uh, like a, a very dark part of the forest. Right. It, it is. There's a lot of creatures that are part of the environment that like, I found myself constantly just clicking in the stick to see if it was going to lock on. Um, yeah. And yeah. those skeletons sit at the, uh, sit underneath the bridge hanging from a rope. And when you pass underneath them, they fall on top of you. And I yeah. loved that. Like, that was so fucking cool because I didn't see that the first time I passed through when I was coming back a second time to see if I missed anything. Uh, I noticed that there were there was like four skeletons hanging from this bridge that I could sit there and target with a ranged weapon. So it was really badass. Zeke, I know you had a segue. Let's hear it. I did, I did sort of. Uh, it's a little bit past now, but mentioned <laughs> story. Yeah. That's my favorite thing, or one of my favorite things, is the story and the lore and kind of like putting the pieces together and I'm wondering, like, how did, like, just, can you give me a little bit of the story? Like, I think the story that I gathered was your, in the land, what, what is the, the area is called like the land between places or land between something. Um, and something like the in between or yeah, something the lands very in much between. like that. I think it's the lands in between, I think is what it is. And, yeah. uh, and you don't, you're tarnished. You're tarnished. You don't really know why you're there. Um, you stumble upon someone because you need kind of like a, uh, they basically call you a champion 
when you find this person. And I feel like in order to like progress through whatever this area is, whatever this place is, you have to have a champion because when you go into the main quest area, the like first Dark Souls dungeon, one of the first bosses that you encounter is definitely serving the Lord of that area. So I think there's like, you know, a certain amount of Lords that you'll have to eventually get to. They'll be like the big bad uh, chapter bosses in essence. Um, and then eventually you'll probably find whoever the big bad of this area is and you'll have to fight, end up fighting him or make a pact or something like that. The boss talks a lot of shit to you too about being like a lowly tarnished and stuff yes. like that. There's a there's a big class system at work um, in the environment. Yeah. And even when you, uh, when you end up beating a specific boss, uh, his like death words are something along the lines of like, uh, look out into the night, they'll be waiting for you type situation. And so I think he's somewhat related to the like black rider that we saw on the bridge at nighttime. I don't know how, but I, I think there's a parallel there. So story seems awesome. Uh, it seems very obtuse and you'll have to like piece it together as you always do with dark souls. Uh, now you say tarnished. Are you, do you know if you're dead or imperial? Like, do you know, like hollow, whatever. It, it give, definitely gives that kind of impression, but it's okay. hard to say. Yeah. Okay. Sounds, sounds like souls, man. Sounds I will like say souls. this. When you die, you don't you're lose. in search of the Elden Ring. That's it. Right. You're in search of the Elden Ring. Yeah. I'll say this though. When you die, you don't lose HP. There's no penalty in that regard. You don't like half your HP. Oh yeah. There's no humanity or anything no like humanity that. That's true. Or anything. Yeah. Which was, okay. I mean, it's fine. Um, I, I feel like that is definitely a, a knock for the game, like being easier. Uh, if you want that argument to come into the, the conversation, um, it definitely has that, but I didn't find it to be a hindrance or I didn't miss it. Right. Like, it's essentially it like Sekiro slash Bloodborne, yeah. where just the humanity system seems to be gone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, there's no way to, like, it's not like Bloodborne, where if you lose health, you can, like, get it back by slashing, like, getting getting in there and mixing Ew. it up. No. Okay. No. No. Cool. Uh, is there, is there uh, a lot of the lore from the other Dark Souls games came from picking up items, weapons, armor, all that shit? Is that, is that still the case? Is there, oh, like, yeah. There's descriptions? descriptions on everything. Um yeah, I, I was constantly reading the descriptions as well because sometimes when you get a shield, uh, like certain shields have certain attributes to it. Or I found a shield and and I was like, "What the fuck does this do that's special?" It didn't necessarily have the best stats, but when you like go to read the the flavor text, it says like, "Oh, it does very well against fire." And uh, that area has a boss that uses a lot of fire attacks, and so it's very useful against that type of character. Cool. Um, NPCs. Any, like, how many, what, a, tell me, everything. I found four or five, probably. Um, it seems like their dialogue was definitely, like, cut short for the purposes of being a demo. Um, okay, sure, sure. I killed one of them, and it definitely seemed like he had a story because his death words were like, I'll never Next find her. Done. Yeah. Okay, got that one out of the way. <laughs> it was something along the lines of like, I'll never find her. And you're like, well, who the fuck is her? Right. Um, mm -hmm. And so I definitely won't be killing him next time in the playthrough. I just wanted to see if he dropped any items or something when I was, uh, when I had kind of finished everything. Okay. Uh, uh, you can do that all except for the first NPC, by the way. For some reason, the first NPC you see, the second you step out of the starting area, 
I tried to kill him, and he was just like, uh, you don't know what you've done, and then he just stands back to where he was. So I don't know what the fuck that's about. Um, mm. When you killed the NPC, did you get like, story a, unique, guy. a unique item or anything? No, no. no. He didn't okay. drop anything. That sucks. Drop something. Um, <laughs> this, is, uh, this is a completely separate story from any other game that came before, right? So no familiar names, Easter eggs, nothing. I don't know. Like it, it does what Dark Souls always does, where it, there might be like loose connections. Like the giants yeah. look very similar to Dark Souls Three giants. Uh, they have like that hole in their chest type situation. They've got like the blown back hair. Um, and in this area, it looks like the class system kind of uses them um, for somewhat of like slave labor. Um, for instance, there's two giants with a giant like spike through their chest pulling a caravan right so there is also very i mean if people are going to try to tie this to the story and lore of previous souls games there's a pretty big connective element to dark souls 3 and is that this game has the same giant crabs as dark souls 3 it does yeah like the identical so, crabs. I don't know how people, I don't know how Vadi Vidya is going to make a video about the crab <laughs> being the same exact crab from Dark Souls 3 in the marsh, but it's the same damn crab. That, by the way, was the one Ashes of War I did not get, Max. When you walk towards... There's a crab Ashes of War? There's a crab Ashes of War, and I, it's, it's one of those little ball creatures that, that when you kill, he drops one. And there's a ball creature, uh -huh. and there's a crab next to it. I was like, oh, well, I'm going to go kill that. I walk up to it. I get within about five feet. I go to slash six other oh. giant crabs pop oh. up. No, it's like yeah. six other yeah. giant crabs pop up right next to that one. It's like, oh, I'm surrounded. Fuck this. I got on the horse and just left. <laughs> I, I, eventually, uh, I eventually trained the dragon all the way over there to fight the crabs. <laughs> And I was like, maybe the crabs will do damage to the dragon. And the dragon just went crush and killed the whole crab. I was like, damn, okay. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. It, uh... I wonder if there's, like, is, I wonder if there's an exploit there. Because it just, like, it seems like uh, maybe if you got some fast enemies and they follow you, like, you could, like, bait them over. Like a whole they definitely, bunch over to you the definitely dragon. could. <laughs> yeah, you probably could. You definitely, but the dragon, the dragon's got a big return box where he only goes so far, and then he just starts coming back. There's a there's a big ruinous area over to the right of where you fight him, and have a whole bunch of like enemies in it, right? Yeah. And it's like a place where you can get a chest. I brought the dragon over there, and he was like going up and in the ruins, and it just cast his big fire AOE <laughs> spell. And I swear to God, I heard like shink, 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 like the death sounds of like all these other lowly, like regular yeah. ass jobber enemies dying at the same time. Huh? See, I it's it. I went into that area, cleared out the runes, and then saw the center of that swamp, and was like, oh shit, there's like a guy on like a uh, spike and he's kind of being sacrificed what the fuck's going oh and then the encounter started <laughs> i was like i see what's yeah. going on here that one was <laughs> great part was great yeah it was awesome it, that if, if this game is filled with those type of moments and like they keep up the interesting dungeons they don't feel like cookie cutter um and it doesn't feel just like a copy and paste throughout the rest of the world like i think this game's gonna be something very special yeah, it feels this comes across so as it's going to be like Bandai Namco's Skyrim. Yeah, it really does. Like it, if if they nail, if they make that open world unique enough, 
uh it's gonna be fucking incredible it it it, it will be the type of game where like a new game plus will be like you will question when you beat the final boss if you actually want to start a new game plus because that world will be so big that you probably have Mm -hmm. not even seen like you know three quarters of what's actually out there type uh, scenario that that was another question i was going to ask like it it, does it feel as huge as as you think or you wanted it feels massive I mean, it was a dim, like, if, if you think back, and, and Max, you'll have to help me here, because I didn't play any of the other, like, uh, network tests for any of the other games, but those were, like, two hours of content, right? Like, they were very small. Yeah, I think Dark Souls 3 was, like, the last big one, and it was just, I think, Lothric Castle. Okay. And, and you could you could definitely take your time and probably push it like three to five hours if you wanted um my first playthrough of of this even without exploring was probably like eight to nine yeah and i think you could definitely push that to like 12 if you really wanted to stretch it and look for everything there's a lot of environment to cover and it's not just that it's all big crazy and empty like there's some there's interesting things that happen you run across packs of wolves that act weird and, and start chasing other things i'm like what the hell's you, you run into like enemy clusters where you're running like well i wonder if i kill all these guys i'll actually get something you know and not to mention like the chests and the ruins and all the the normal things that they they try to go out and get yeah there's a lot this is just like one part of the map like i so, said like this is like the border edge that is that is um around like a like like a, a land mass uh, of water so you're you eventually just have to siphon your way up to the castle um and that seems like the focus obviously of the demo because there's a big fog wall that prevents you there's like a demo fog wall uh, around the majority of the island um but man like it it just feels like a very very large scale dark souls 3 outer like open open map yeah that that you might have remembered from that game i didn't realize this chat chat tipped me off to this in the trailer that i guess they showed last week there's the full map so I know yeah. what areas I was in, and it's very, I think it's up here. I think we are in this area. Yeah, yeah, and that's it, definitely because that's the beach. It was like this continent right here, which means that's maybe a fourth. Is this the full map? I don't I don't know if it's the full, full map, but it's definitely a big-ass map compared to what we saw. Right, so we're, we're actually missing a bit of what our map was because it's a bit the of north. It's, the, it's the top left middle yeah yeah up up there is where you eventually make it to um you see those two big circly do things like in the middle yeah you couldn't make it to the bottom one right the bottom one was like l- locked off from a fog wall so we got uh and the complete right hand side of it was also locked off from a fog wall as well so that seems so big. oh wait wait no 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 i'm looking at it wrong i'm go if, if you go down I can't JP down to the right. That's the area that was locked off. Yeah. Yeah. Right here. That, so this, this ramp, it right, like right here, there's a wall and you can't go into this yes. ramp. And it looks like that, that ramp leads over to the rest of it, but we couldn't go over to this area. This ravine was also walled off kind of like, right. Or no, it was, it was this right here. Cause this is where the caravans. At. Yeah. Yeah. That, that ravine was the, uh, the bloody finger ravine. Yeah. So we had like this probably in terms of actual gameplay and that was 10 to 12 hours depending on how eight to 12 hours i guess probably a better 
uh, amount of time. And I would say that's, if not a third, maybe a fourth of the map. So somebody's somebody's saying another content creator is saying that it's like one twelfth of the whole map. If that's the case, this game's like hundred hours. <laughs> and it's fucking huge. If that's the case, which Might is be awesome. a lot to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, now is this is this a? I know it's probably a stupid fucking question. You're gonna berate me for it, but is this a a, a regular Souls game start to finish? It's just a different like it's a more open world, or is it yes. like yeah? Okay, I think that's an apt yes. way to put it. Yeah, like it's yes. Uh, if, if this game was called Dark Souls Four, there would be no argument. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's it, when Breath of the Wild came out, everyone said Breath of the Wild is going to change game development of a lot of games. This is the Dark Souls devs having played Breath of the Wild. This is what they have created. Like it, it is, there is no doubt in my mind that they went and played Breath of the Wild now, and they built it into Dark Souls. <laughs> now hold on a second. the The descriptions I've heard since I didn't play much Breath of the Wild, up or you know whatever we've gone over that. Um, the description I heard that Breath of the Wild made Breath of the Wild really really cool was that like, if you see it, you could probably go there. Like, is that? That's the case. I was on the okay. beach and I looked up and there was a castle and there's a part of the castle that has like a gap on a bridge. And I thought like, huh, I wonder if I can get up there. Like an hour later, I'm on that bridge looking down at the beach. Okay. Of like, oh, fuck, this, this is exactly where I was. Right. I, but I think where, how Breath of the Wild is like, quote unquote, not accessible as an easy accessible as in like, oh, I can go there. I can get there. Can't climb. There's a lot more yeah. in Breath of the Wild there that is like, I can go there. I can get there. There's nothing to do there. You know, uh, that's like that's, that's like true. a huge part or, or the things that are in between Breath of the Wild are essentially a lot of the same sort of stuff where in between moment to moment is just another goblin camp or something like that between you and your your next destination. Um, this, like I said, doesn't really come across as that. It doesn't, it isn't as big and sprawling as a Breath of the Wild situation where it's just, I'm just going to climb this, do this, go there. You know, it doesn't, everything is accessible in this map, but the map doesn't come across like that where it's as vastly empty in between. It's mostly like every area is designed for you to catch your eye and go here and go there. Yeah. The same, the same way a Dark Souls map is, you know? Yeah, totally. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome to hear. A uh, couple more questions, uh, and then I've got to pee. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, someone said something about map fragments that you have to find. Is that a, like... Yeah. yeah, that's how... So the in-game map doesn't pop up until you find the fragments. Uh, and you're given a fragment. Tedious? No, you're, you're given a fragment by doing the main quest pretty early on. Oh, okay. Okay, you don't have to look, like, go out and search them. You get them just doing MSQ. Okay. No. By the way, someone uh, posted this is the big map, which... If that's the case, Whoa, that's okay. a lot bigger because this is the area that we were talking about. <laughs> so this is, and this is still piecemealed. This is still piecemealed together. Yeah. In terms of you put them side by like side, what JP? probably it is. Uh, yeah. Let me see if I can get the the other demo. Or let's see. It's definitely stupid huge. Uh, compared to what we're seeing here. I don't know if I'm going to... Yeah, so there's... Real quick. 
There's a very specific chunk in the bottom right that we were able to play. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's actually not... It's actually... There, there's so much water that it does represent a pretty good chunk of the map. I wouldn't say it's like one twelfth, but if we're not seeing the whole map, which we might not be seeing here, because uh, I think they only show so much. You know, with all that water, is there is there ship travel or a boat boat travel? Anything? I like don't that? know. It didn't seem like it. It didn't seem like yeah. it. But uh, Max, I don't know if you saw uh, when you were on the island. Let's just go with that. Let's not explain sure. uh, what's on there. When you were on the island, if you looked out into like the west ish, I definitely saw some like sunken ships, woods shit. sticking out of the ocean type shit. Yeah. And I really wonder, like, if or, we'll be able to go over there somehow. For example, if if I don't know if you can zoom in on that island because your mouse is right there. Uh, go back to the island and go down. Go up and to the left. There's like a barrel in the middle of the yes. ocean. Yeah. I was like, the hell is that? Yeah. So there's definitely some weird things that I don't I'm like, huh? Well, we obviously can't get there now because you get to the island from an underground cave. Yeah. So. I don't know. There's, there's, there's definitely a lot more than meets the eye. I think. Yeah, and it's also the type of thing uh, you always praise a from software game when you have those like aha or eureka moments uh, when you find oh, yeah. the shortcuts. That island is a giant like. That's holy. That fuck. was a big one. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! I'm here. Yeah. Like, like you're going through this dank cave, having no idea what the hell is going on, and then you appear, and the sunlight is, and you're like, I'm on another beach where the i'm across the ocean <laughs> yeah and it's just you're yeah it was great if if those moments fill this game it'll be awesome it'll be awesome uh we did find there's one covenant by the way in the game uh the covenant of the oh. dragon covenant of the dragon yeah mm -hmm. uh and did so you find what to do more i mean them, this right? is a little it's, this is a bit spoilery did you find what to do with the dragon's heart is that where you use yep. it you use it there and you got a yeah, okay. uh, you got a faith spell uh called summon dragon okay I never used it because I didn't have sort the of faith. Just clicked it and it happened. I was like, "What?" <laughs> I didn't. I didn't have faith, so I could. I never got to see the spell. Yeah, the spell was like summon dragon or some shit. Uh, I, yeah. I didn't know what the fuck it did, <laughs> but I. I hope it summons a goddamn dragon or something. Um, there's also yeah, you. You can only do it after killing the big dragon fight. You get its heart, and you have to go back to this island to the covenant. Yeah, which makes me think there's a shit ton of dragons in the game, which is really fucking cool if they're like the open if they're part of the open world boss or something uh and you get enough hearts that'd be crazy there's another thing um in the chalice dungeon areas right like the, the dungeony areas where you fight a couple of unique bosses yep. after you beat the boss there's like parts of yggdrasil like the world tree that are built and composed of like bodies like human yep. bodies and it looks like you can interact with it in some way. And there's actually messages left from players like burn it can fire, like not, not effective or like it, it, you try to set it on fire or something and it's just not working. It clearly is setting up for something that's probably in the main game where when you beat these dungeons, you're essentially like torching or manipulating like the world tree or something yep. from underground. hundred percent. I agree. And with that. I just don't think we had anything to do with it in the demo. I agree. I, I think that stuff was locked out. Dude. I just had a fucking thought that I, 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 I dare not hope. I, I, my, I, I don't, I kind of don't even want to say it out loud, but I want to mount, I want to mount a dragon and I hope that they allow you to do that. 
or something like that. You might be able to. To get to the islands or whatever. That'd be sick as fuck. Like, there's a lot of dragons. I mean, we've seen one other in the trailer where he's... It's the hypest moment in that trailer from the the Game Awards where he's catching a goddamn lightning bolt. Please, Rom, you shut your fucking mouth right now! (laughs) You shit on my dreams! It would be incredible. It would be insane. I think you're definitely going to get better, like, yak armor and stuff like that. Yeah. There's definitely going to be moments where you get gear for your mount. Like, it's not in this version of the game, but it feels like that's just there. I agree. Yeah, it, it's, uh, uh, like, the more I talk about this game, the more I, I think about this game. Uh, it, it definitely seems like oh, I we, know... Oh, we forgot to even mention the new combat shit. Like what? Um, you, could, you could block in this game and then, like, riposte after. So if you, if you, if you eat regular shield, sword, whatever, if you defend with that weapon and they hit you, you can a counterattack right after with, oh, like, a right. giant attack. Yeah, I never, I never got that FP. timing down. Yeah, it, it doesn't, it doesn't cost any of the unique abilities or anything like that. It's just like if you, I, if for fighting game terms, it's called an alpha counter when you block and during your blocking, you can attack after. It's like the exact same thing. That's so awesome. in moments where you know an enemy's attack pattern is like going to finish here, and like they go one, two, you soak three and go boom, and you slap them down. Uh, and it felt very satisfying against some bosses. Yeah. I, I never did that or pulled that off. So if that's the case, that'd be badass for sure. It seemed to work against like then I every weapon. Yeah. Uh, first one I'll answer myself. Uh, could you ask if they have any opinions if one should play the other games first? Yes. Play the other game. Yeah, play the other games for sure. Play the other fucking games. But, They're uh, fucking great. All uh, of them. Play all of them. Like Max said, I think that this one will, this one will probably be the most accessible Dark Souls. Um and not in the way that like Twitter would have you think that it's like has an easy mode or it has invulnerability. It's just they figured out ways. It's got too many stories. Yeah, it, it's like when you play, everyone's gonna have some unique, crazy thing that they did in the same exact way that everyone talked about Skyrim. Yep, yep. There, there's so many different things. Like you can have summons. You can you can get two friends in there and fight stuff. It it'll be the most accessible Dark Souls in a long by a long shot, I would think. Okay. Uh, how's the haptic feedback on the controller for PS? I didn't encounter any. I don't know if that's something that they're working on. Max, the juice. I didn't even notice it. Yeah, okay. I, I don't know if it was turned on at all. I actually think I've turned my controller off because it gives you so much extra battery life on that thing um, that I think I just disabled it completely. But uh, yeah, multiplayer. Any any like thoughts about the multiplayer? Or... I know there's not many people playing, but yeah. Uh, I, this, the invasions were fine. Um, I know you can't, I don't think you can mount when you get invaded and invaders get an item that teleports you to the person you invaded if they run off somewhere else, I think. Um, in terms of like co-op stuff, I think you can get up to two people in your game, maybe maybe one more than that. Um, but I didn't really test it that much. Dark Souls has always been kind of a single player experience and I've, I've always yes, I'm, I'm here. I'm the type of person where it's like, well, if I summon someone here, I'm going to have to deal with you summon someone for that boss. <laughs> so I never, I never bothered to summon anything. Um, and I did, I, I did try to after I had already defeated the boss, I tried to put up a summon sign before the boss to see if anyone was fighting it. And I think since it was the final night, everyone had already beaten the boss, and no one was fighting it anymore. Um, so I didn't, I didn't have any experience doing co-op or anything like that. 
That's all I had. I think we went through all the ones I had. Cool. Yeah. I uh someone in the chat made a, a very interesting statement and and to some extent I agree with it. Uh it's weird that I don't know this year's game of the year, but I know next year's. Like that's truly how I feel about this game. Dude, this game screams <laughs> I want game of the year, god yes, damn it. it like it screams like review, like almost pandering in some ways, where it's just yes. like we're just gonna take all the things about Sekiro, we're gonna take all the things about Dark Souls three, we're gonna take like a ton of stuff you like about Breath of the Wild, and we're gonna give you a billion different ways you can play this shit. And it's all gonna come across as super here's 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 the thing that's really nice about the game. There is some there are some funky moments with like big enemies in the open world and stuff like like some some glitchy parts that happen, yeah. but a ridiculous amount of polish. Yes. Like holy shit! Like just the way you engage with things and running around with the horse and how ever, how good like all of that functions and looks and horse combat and all that shit. I'm like, damn, this is working well, and it, it it's not like really feeling jank at all. It just feels good. Yeah. And that's not easy to do because this is all new shit to them. This is like brand new territory to FromSoft. Well, I, I think just the idea that there's a jump button in the game. It kind of, I mean, yeah. it's such a simple thing there's to jumping add. Jumping attacks. Yeah. Like there's th- like that jumping stuff, attacks mid combat. That stuff could break shit. Uh, for <laughs> so for example, there's, there's a boss that you fight later on in the castle, the guy that's sort of defending the castle. And he has this very, I did it completely on accident, but he has this very telegraphed, like big swing and he goes low and sweeps you off your feet. You totally jump up, uh, jump over it and then landing strike on top of him, And it's a critical hit. And then you run up and you get your big stab attack. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, there's some, okay. uh, there's some definitive like hitbox porn in the game um, where oh, yeah. they have, they have like nailed the player and, uh, enemy hitbox interactions um so if you have like a spear or something and in the enemy's animation they duck it doesn't just like hit the void that would exist as if the enemy was standing straight up you just miss uh and that stuff feels really cool just to see that pulled off so yeah it's it's next year's gonna be crazy uh come to think of it for game of the year because we've got god of war 2 we have the new horizon we've got elden ring and then Maybe Breath of the Wild 2, potentially. Uh, so a good chance. It's just going to be, it'll be, that'll be a crazy year. Um, and I can, I, I kind of don't want to see the comparisons between Breath of the Wild 2 and Dark Souls uh, or, or Elden Ring because they're going to be, they're going to be so frequent and so fast. And that's going to be a huge uh, conversation piece, I think, if, uh, if that ships next year. I think it already already is a big conversation piece. Um, so much so that like the first words that I wanted to say about it was that it's Dark Souls Breath of the Wild. Uh, and I truly Yeah, and I and I I, I actually disagree with it. I, I feel that it doesn't not it, it breath it has some breath of the wildy parts of it just because it is naturally like a bigger scale, bigger scope version yeah. of Dark Souls. But to me it really comes across as like a bit closer to something like Dragon's Dogma, which is you which made is it, open yeah. world. I might agree with that, but more. it's still it's still absolutely like wide linear, right? They're, they're still absolutely focusing you to go towards an area, and this is going to be the area where all the enemies are going to get harder right after this. You know? Yeah, I, th- I think I, might I haven't agree with played that. Breath of the Wild or don't remember much of Dragon's Dogma. Compare it to Skyrim, and use small words so I can understand it. 
Skyrim also works, <laughs> right? Like I, I think all those, all, all, okay. all three of those games have elements that have been used in this for sure. And so n- none of them are, I think, wrong. Um, they all fit. Dragon's Dogma, I think, maybe has it from like a combat perspective because you can just wander into the wrong part of Dragon's Dogma in the beginning of that game and die like immediately <laughs> because of how crazy it is. And that was one of the fascinating aspects of, of that game when it came out to begin with. So, and in, and in DD, it's the sort of same approach where you can choose to like fight these enemies or you can get ambushed in the wild and stuff like that by like crazy creatures. And that definitely happens a lot in Elden Ring where it's just like, oh God, I'm way in over my head here. Like, fuck, I gotta get out of here. So, in, in the same way that like a lot of Dragon's Dogma environment like sneaks up on you in many ways, that, that happens a bit in Elden Ring too. Yeah. Uh, it's great. It's awesome. Definitely. Uh, I, I think hype is, is, uh, is apt at this point. If anything, I'm way more excited. Yeah. I'm way I'm more, more excited, excited now well. than before I played it. Yeah. Well, it, you, we didn't know, uh, like, I think going into it, I didn't know if it was going to be like just a straight up linear dark souls, or if it was going to be like actual open world elements to it. And now having played it, I, I, I'm blown away by the fact that they have created that game. And if that map it's is both. really, yeah, if, if they, if they have delivered a map of this size with, with as much small, possibly bigger, yeah, much small, uh, caves and cavernous areas to explore. I mean, that's, that's like a dream game for me. It has everything that I would want from a video game. Uh, so it'll be hard for me to keep hype in check. Uh, as we as we draw closer to that January date, but it seems like all the hype is warranted, and now even more so after having played it, it'll uh, it'll hopefully be great, and uh, it'll be a long time <laughs> before so I can actually play it. It's definitively coming out in January as of as of today. As of today, yeah, January twenty. It's February. Or no, is it February? February. Yeah, it got delayed to February. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought because, I mean. For, for selfish reasons, I'm hoping it doesn't come out in January. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be a, a wild first start of the year. I think that game will probably take over Twitch as well. Like, it it ticks enough boxes for every type of gamer out there that everyone's going to want to play it. And, yeah, should be wild. So, those are my final thoughts. Max, any, any other final thoughts? Uh, I guess people can go check out your YouTube video uh, if they want some more information on it. Um yeah, I talk about most of the same stuff we did, but, you know, pretty glowing first impression. I will say um, it's super addictive because of the way True. that world is designed. And it's like, like I said, and I don't, the, the Breath of the Wild comparison is that you sort of can get bored just running around Breath of the Wild looking for something um, until you're, you're focusing on story stuff. In this, like so many parts of the map were just pulling you where it's just like, oh, I'm going to go to bed. It's five in the morning. And then, I'm, oh, wait a minute. That looks interesting. I'm going to go run over there. Two hours later, <laughs> like, something led me to something, led me to something. I got attacked by wolves, led me to this. I ran over here. I died. Like, yeah, it, it really has. It's super addictive. Or it's just like, man, like, I wonder. So now what's going to be over here? Where the hell am I at now? You know? Yeah. But for me, the big telling moment of how addictive and how much I was enjoying it was I don't think I can think of a game where I've wanted to end stream to play that game. Like I've never encountered that before where I, 
I wanted to stop streaming so that I could play a single player game. Um, cause I couldn't stream it, but I was like, I gotta, I gotta go check out this cave. I gotta go, you know, I skipped this cave. I didn't have a torch. So I gotta go fight this boss. I know there's yeah. things over there. I gotta do all this and I have a time limit guys. I gotta go. I gotta go <laughs> just like in stream a little early to do all that type of shit. So yeah, it seems like it's going to be a good one. Uh, I think those are, our, wow. We almost went two hours. I think those are our, our thoughts. Zeke, any other comments, questions like that? I know you got to run to the restroom. So we'll get ready for a break here in just a sec. No, I'm, I'm super hyped. It's going to be one of those, one of those rare day one hype games for me that I can't wait for. Like it's, it's a, it's rare when I, when I can't actually wait, like I don't feel comfortable waiting. You know, it's like, ah, I'll, I'll, I'll play Metroid Dread down the line. I'll play, you know, whatever down the line, but Darkest Dungeon 2 and Elden Ring are just like, I can't, I would not wait if I, if I had the choice. Yeah. yeah. It, it seems like it's going to be a good one. So we will see come February. I wonder, you don't think we'll get another look at it, right? They're not going to do a second network test or anything. I would think probably yeah. not. Yeah. We'll just get more trailers. Yeah. Probably more trailers. I hope they don't show anything new. Like if, if that truly I'd probably is the, stop watching trailers from this point forward. I think I might, yeah, I might adopt that plan as well. Uh, although depending on how big the game is, if, if it's as big as that map, they, they could probably put some more shit from the opening of that game in there and fill a very, uh, awesome two minute trailer quite easily. So, all right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Uh, we've had a little bit of breaking news out from Steam. Uh, so we'll cover that a little bit as well as some other tidbits and then uh, talk to Max and Zeke and see what they've been playing. So don't go anywhere. Thanks for watching thus far. We'll be right back after a quick six-minute break with some more drop frames. We'll see you guys then. Welcome back to Drop Frames, everyone. Going on the second half here of the show. Let's do a little bit of news before we drop in and see what Zeke and Max have also been playing. We got a Steam stream theme deck. I keep wanting to say stream deck. It's a Steam Deck uh, shipping update. They have uh, delayed the Steam Deck by, what is it, two months? Yeah, I'll start shipping to customers in February 2022. Did either of yeah, you? Yeah, it was originally scheduled for December. Yeah, did uh, did either of you grab this? Are, are you guys Steam Deck owners? Zeke, you are? Max, did you get I one? I paid him my five bucks. Okay. You didn't get one, Max? I didn't either. I was... Uh... I definitely don't have much of a use for offline gaming, portable, anything. Yeah. I don't... Uh, like, I feel like my, my thought conditions on it were... I have a Switch. The amount of times I've used that Switch in a non-docked position... Uh, still are in the sing or in the the one digit not singular the one digit uh fashion and most of those are trips and i don't really see myself flying anytime soon so i didn't buy it however i totally see the use for it uh and if, if you are someone that uh that games outside of the you know the pc um or the sitting at your pc rather it makes perfect sense so are you upset oh, yeah. at all zeke with the two-month delay i don't there's not too much news uh conversation around this apart from Hey, uh, even hardware manufacturers uh, are having to delay even more so uh, as we get into 2022. It'll be, I think the last report on it, granted it's probably old news now, is like 2023 is when that stuff is supposed to start stabilizing somewhat when it comes to the chip yeah. shortage and the silicon shortage uh, for like cars, PC, hardware, stuff like this. Uh, we're still 
still a couple ways out, a couple years out uh, from that being back to uh, to normal. So, and I'm I'm kind of curious to see uh, if if and when Nvidia the the GeForce Now cloud service catches up and yeah. expands their library extensively. Like if if that'll be like a I don't know competition or whatever people will opt for that instead of like a Steam Deck or something like that. Because like, I mean, I know like I, uh, you know, all cards on the table. I did a sponsor thing for them, but it's a fucking good service. Yeah. Um, and uh, you don't like you can play it like anything on your you know a mobile iPad whatever. Yeah. No matter the uh, the intensity because the GPU is used over there. Yep. If uh, I think the Project X Cloud as well, um, just to put everything out there is uh, is available on uh, mobile now. Uh, and, and works just as well as the G4 stuff. So, yeah, a lot of, lot of different services out there if you're looking to do some things that uh, don't require new hardware uh, but just require an app to uh, to grab. So maybe not be – it might not be perfect uh, in terms of the gaming uh, that you'll get on it, but it's damn near close. Like, it, it runs very well, and, and latency and everything is is not too much of an issue for that type of stuff. But right. can't Morning, play fighting uh, games on it, though, you Max. guys uh... – <laughs> I get you. Fighting games portable, like I'm immediately yeah. like, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm okay. Like the only the only thing I can see that being useful for is like practicing combos if I'm on a plane. Right. Like that's right, the right. only like logical twist I can make my brain make this actually work. Totally. But outside of that, I'm just like, I think I'm good. Well, it's no, a- that facial expression you made was like I think they modeled the 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 smirk face, the yeah. smirk emote. It was perfect. <laughs> It's pretty. Uh, it's pretty hilarious to me when the stick is bigger than the actual thing that you're gaming on. <laughs> when it yeah. comes to practicing, so I could Somewhat see that. Related though. but unrelated to the uh, the Steam Deck thing. Um, have you guys? Uh, did you guys hear anything uh, recently about the? I think it's Alder Lake, the new CPUs from Intel. Yeah, I've heard they they did quite well in terms of performance. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that twelve nine hundred. I'm I'm eyeballing that twelve nine hundred K for uh my my stream rig in the future. Like I'm seriously yeah. con- considering it. Unless AMD pipes like pops back and they really start kicking ass too. Kind of, it's kind of crazy to see that Intel is actually getting competitive again with their CPUs. Thank so God, I'm, I'm pretty excited. Yeah, yeah, I'm I agree as well. Uh, what, do you know when they'll start shipping? I don't. I've heard it soon. Okay, my yeah, I. That I remember reading the review and I saw that they ran a little bit hot and they also were pretty power hungry. But apart from that, um, yeah. the performance was like pretty strong. So, yeah, I'm still Actually rocking beat my rising stuff. Yeah, I'm still rocking my. I think it's a 5960x in my stream rig. So I'm I'm like five generations. Well, you're back. hella good. Yeah, but I'm still okay for now. I, that's not bad. Yeah, that, isn't that like a 16 core CPU? Yeah, it, it was like their two grand CPU back in the day. I okay. say back in the day, but that's from like five years ago or maybe four years ago so Uh, for anybody who's not tech savvy like me like what is the importance of getting a better cpu you can just encode uh at Um, a lower um you can encode better essentially to get yeah for for streaming purposes for for streaming purposes you could without putting much effort into it damn you guys just drank from your flasks at the exact same time oh, like it was synchronous if the guest is talking <laughs> that's prime drinking time cheers buddy <laughs> for example if you're like an obs and you have like your encoder presets um 
you could uh, effectively put it like on a medium setting, which is a very, very good looking stream. Yeah. Uh, depending on which bit rate you're at with almost no issue. So, and that's, that's a big deal. That's even without overclocking and stuff like that. So that's, that'll result in, there, there's a lot of ridiculous optimizations you can do to your stream quality to make it look good. And that a lot of people don't do that are sort of just baked into those presets that you see, but you can, you can go in and actually modify a lot of that stuff and make your stream look damn good. Yeah. But are you not like, I mean, video, sure. You can make awesome, very cool videos, but like live streaming, which is where my heart and soul lies. No, that's what I'm talking aren't about. Aren't you just, aren't you just limited? Not necessarily. Like what? You're limited to bitrate, but the, the way that you encode the video can look better. Uh, I mean, I, Max, uh, I don't know if Max will promote himself, but go look at Max's uh, streams of like super grassy areas and compare them to someone playing like a BR game. Max's streams look very crystal clear uh, in that scenario running at 1080p60. Are you talking yeah, about like artifacting and shit like that? Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah the, uh, the, the interpolation okay. between frames, how, how, how the encoder will search frames of head of where you're currently at to interpolate that information, how much CPU that takes, where you're going to offset the threads, like all that kind of stuff goes into, you know, what regular live encoding is. And you can actually customize that stuff. All that stuff is changeable. And I, I, I have like, I, it unfortunately resulted in sort of an unstable overclock on my end where I'm just like, I just need more, I just need more cores, I need more threads, but I was able to get some pretty crazy results with some pretty minor dropped encoding frames, uh, especially on like Ghost of Tsushima. That's the footage like, I a saw. Great yeah. game to test it. That, that prompted the DM of like, all right, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it it's like, it's like, well, everyone's stream kind of looks the same. You're limited by bitrate. No. That's no, you can, you can output a much higher quality image than other streams do. If you put in like a bit of effort. Yeah. Dude, fuck me then. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> because it took a lot I of played, effort no, like, though. Recently sure. I played, I played no more heroes three. Yeah. And that motherfucker is pixelicious. Like it's all over the place. And I got yeah. so many messages saying like, it's a fucking mess. I'm like, there's nothing I can do thinking there was nothing I can do like about digital. it. Digital barf. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There, there's definitely some encoding options that you can do, but it's a lot of it comes down to experimentation and it's not necessarily like Max can't really just say, hey, use these settings uh, because you're limited by. No. You're limited by the hardware of your time, Zeke, as, uh, you know, Iron Man's dad once said. Um, but but yeah. the cool part so, is that a lot of those limitations are essentially like uncuffed. If you get a new CPU, yeah, yeah, they, this is they all open CPU. Up. We 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 do not uh, primarily. Uh, if you have the option, you do not want to use Nevenk, um, uh, the GPU encoding. You don't. It's it's good. It's really good, especially if you from stream a and game use. from the same computer. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 fantastic. However, if you are if the goal is to get like the best quality stream images, uh, visuals possible, and you have two a two rig system to do it then yes, uh, optimized CPU encoding on X264 is, you could get some pretty crazy results that very few people on this platform will like really go for. Yeah. So it's, it's, and it'll get only get better. It'll only get better because the, the future of encoding on Twitch is probably an AV1 encoding. And long story short, um, when you have a car and you fill it with gas, right? 
you don't make the gas tank bigger for you to go longer. You make the car use the gas more efficiently. And that's exactly what's going to happen with encoding, where you just use the bit rate more efficiently. And that's what Disney Plus uses, right? Disney, Disney Plus streams are like less bit rate than our friggin' streams. Yeah. But their encoders are godlike. Like they're super good. So that's like the future. Everything's going to be super heavy, front loaded on our end, crazy CPU usage. But man, it'll, it's going to look ridiculous. We're talking like 1440p, 120 FPS streams. Only like six meg upload, and it'll look amazing. Yeah. That's that's the future. We're probably like a year or two, if not a couple more than that. But we're getting close. We're getting close to that. That uh, what do you time. what do you have in yours, uh, JP? Uh, I'm still MS, using. I want to know what both of you have. <laughs> I'm still using mostly Nvenc shit, um, but that's really boils boils down to laziness. Like if Max went and dialed all of his shit in, and I know the process that goes into that. And I don't want to go through that process, <laughs> um, but you definitely can if you want to. And it, it's you start to get into like tinkering with, you know, singular values of of certain um, things when it comes to the encoding process. And I've just never oh, yeah. have messed with it. I did back. I in have the an i nine ninety nine. I got an i nine ninety nine hundred k, and I have like a slight overclock at around like four point seven, four point eight. Yeah. Because uh, above that, it gets a little when you're streaming for like you know six to eight hours and constantly hammering the CPU, it can act a little weird. Yeah, but yeah, I need. Long story short, it doesn't have that many threads. I need a, a CPU that has more threads, and the new um, the new Intel CPUs are are doing that. They're pretty friggin' great. Yeah, so it'll be cool. Uh, I'm a little bit upset because I just upgraded my gaming PC uh, three months ago now, and those new. Nice. Uh, Intel chips are looking like they're going to, you know, do what new hardware always does and <laughs> kind of destroy the competition. So uh. the, the, one of the best things about the, the new shit, uh, this is just super tech savvy stuff. Sorry, chat, is that <laughs> with the new uh, Intel chips, the, the chipset motherboards, like the new Asus motherboards. Yeah. The PCIe lane uh, data like throughput is way faster. Yeah, it's a lot and that faster. is substantial for me because I literally have four fucking like capture cards taking up all my PCIe slots. And I have to do all this lane mitigation in the BIOS yeah. of like telling it, okay, so don't use this here because this is a 1080p card. Put all the lanes over. Like I have to do all this shit because I was running, I was dropping frames like on an encoding on an internal level. And I had to figure out what the hell the problem was. And that was it. But now that's like fixes that shit. If it's just like, oh, so we're good. Just more data throughput and we're, we're good to go. I, that yeah. makes me ridiculously excited. I'll, I'll probably end up getting an extreme area because I'm in the same situation where I've got two 4K60 captures and then a, a quad capture card as well as the video card. So I'm full up you on have a quad, lanes. Uh, you have a quad like Maple? Uh, I have a, a quad Elgato is what I'm rocking. Oh, okay. Just for 1080p, like the, the for the Switch, the camera, uh, I think there's like a oh there's a wireless HDMI transmitter on one of them. Then the fourth nice. one is I think for like mobile capturing or something like that. But yeah, when you say when you say quad, you're talking about like a, a quad input. Yeah, it's got it's got four uh, HDMI inputs on one card, but they're they're oh, limited okay. to 1080p 60 capture. So yeah, if you have like I've a 1440p or 4K, it doesn't work. Yeah, I've had the same Magewell capture card for 
Yeah, the Mage Wolf stuff has been like the, the secret streamer tech for like, yep. you know, five plus years now where outside of Avermedia and Elgato, like the industry standard stuff was all Mage Wolf cards. Yep. Even their little like wireless, uh, or not wireless, but their uh, USB 3 dongles that they have. I, I use those a shit ton for just like camera capture. It's great. Oh, yeah. They're super, I think we have like at least 10 of those cards by now because I fucking, I keep losing them. And they're like this big. Or, or the USB 3 cable will, like, snap or something at the end. And so we just have a shit ton of those laying around. Anyways, a little bit of streamer uh, hardware tech conversation for you. Uh, Dude, I'm, like, I'm like super, super, like, nerded out and excited now because I thought there was nothing I could do about that shit. Now that I know that I can. Yeah, but now we've kind of, like, now Pandora's box it. has been opened a little bit. Because <laughs> the other thing that sucks about this new Intel uh, is that you got to run Win 11 in a lot of cases. Uh, and Windows yeah. 11 is a little bit, uh, it, it's okay. Uh, there, there that are was essentially my conclusion was that, oh, if I'm going to be running this on a streaming rig specific that is not gaming or almost anything else, it's just for streaming, I, I would most likely run Win 11 because Win 11 utilizes CPU way better than Win 10. Yeah. And it utilizes like threads. And from what, from a very basic understanding that I have, it's just more efficient. So... I'm like, well, that's better for streaming because I'm going to be encoding literally. That's all I do. Yeah. I'll probably by the time I like actually jump in, I would hope that Windows 11 has been ironed out and, and all that stuff has been patched up. But we will see. We'll see what happens with it. You never really know. You never know what their yeah. plan is. Uh, what else do we got going on in the world of news? Uh, Forza 5 came out and it's now officially the largest launch of any Xbox Game Studios title ever. Uh, it's currently sitting at 4.5 million players across PC, cloud, and console. Uh, that's three times as high as Forza Horizon 4 was. Uh, and that's a huge win, obviously, for Xbox. So Nice. Congrats to Xbox. Until yeah. the next Killer Instinct, obviously. <laughs> hey, you got it. I asked Phil about Killer Instinct for you. I'm sure you saw that. Thank you. I, I think your community spammed you with that clip. So Thank you. maybe. Maybe he's working on it. He's got the message, at least. Um I would be surprised uh, if Halo doesn't smash that number uh, in about a month from now. Halo's uh, free to play is going to, yeah. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be absolutely crazy. Yeah. Uh, you also got to consider the fact that even if those 4.5 million players are just from Game Pass, that's, that's so much nuts. fucking money. That's so much fucking money on a monthly basis. That's just insanity. So uh, Xbox is doing well. Uh, Final Fantasy Endwalker got delayed. By two weeks this past Friday, uh, they basically stated that there was some QA testing that kind of was going on that they were afraid to launch as well as server stability. Um, so they decided to delay it by two weeks and now launches on the 7th of December uh, with early access being the 3rd of December. Most people took it fine uh, in terms of the community. A lot of people are pretty upset because they took paid time off and, and, some, and stuff like that. So they can't necessarily change it uh, in a lot of cases, but... Yeah, for the most part, while it does suck for me as a streamer, uh, because I had, uh, like, that's one day prior to Halo, uh, and I wanted to check out Halo as well, um, I'll figure it out and I'll, I'll get through it. But as long as that game comes out and it uh, delivers on the hype, then by all means, take all the time you need. Uh, and two weeks is not very much. So instead of next week, it's three weeks from now when that game launches. Some other Square Enix news, uh, which is kind of an interesting thing to see. Square Enix just straight up came out and said that Crystal Dynamics was the wrong fit for Marvel's Avengers and called it disappointing. 
uh i think and then that was, they just announced spider-man yeah and then that's like the next day or maybe the next couple of days after they announced that uh, spider-man's finally coming out at the end of this month as well as a raid for marvel's avengers um but kind of weird to see a company just be like yeah we we gave it to the wrong dev team and that's got to suck for that dev team i don't think that's a feel-good moment when the president of nope. your company is like you guys really fucked this up <laughs> like you weren't the right choice whatsoever uh it's very that's very japanese business like bluntly it you is know? yeah like they're they very much are like that sometimes yeah and that's uh, the thing is that that it was all coordinated by them and there was their choice to use them so yeah yeah and in some way I, maybe they redeemed or, or gained a little bit of respect as well for like just straight up admitting uh that like there's there's got to be some something to be said for the pr aspect of that uh they straight up said it was the wrong fit and quote disappointing. Um, I think, I think this is sort of a, a modern Square Enix that would do this because in, in many situations, yeah, you do get these companies that can be very blunt, but you also get these companies that like, you know, will either for some reason, like defend their decisions that even though they were absolutely terrible and bad Yeah. and squares in a position where they started doing good when they accepted what they were doing was not what people wanted. And once they actually accepted that, it catapulted them forward. So this sort of feels like a continuation of that, where it's like, yeah, we kind of... It's weird that they're throwing just the developer under the bus, because it definitely wasn't... Crystal Dynamics was not the person, the, the people that made the choice to, for the game to be the way it was. They were given the task to make the game that Square Enix wanted them to make you know or square enix so, and marvel really marvel probably was super heavy-handed in that relationship from from what i understand like marvel marvel games maybe that's a that's a good that's most likely the case but a lot of the times in marvel games they're like the in-between of like the licensing right yeah where they definitely have some influence and stuff like that whether or not it was going to be a big uh a a, a really big like like not single player game like like play as you go kind of thing like the games as a service sort of thing um i don't know if marvel games is potentially the ones that would have decided that i think that might actually boil down to square enix yeah i mean if you if having played a lot of uh marvel's avengers most of the issues with that game now that i think about it Necess- I'd be very surprised if Marvel was the one saying do X, Y, and Z, like the make this system work this way. Um, cause all that stuff was kind of on a system level, uh, in a mechanical level that was just, sure. that was wrong with that game. Um, and it was also on like the, the multiplayer and the money-making aspect of, of how that was going to work. Cause for the most part, the story single player portion of that game was fine fine yeah it's fine it, it was when you get into the games as a service situation that it started to really crumble and, and fall apart so yeah cool to see them at least come out and own it uh from my point of view and i hope that i i hope that we still get to see other companies especially with the success as guardians of the galaxy that they just had go down that path and we get to see more games um from square enix and from the crystal dynamics team of that vein because they guardians of the galaxy is is fantastic uh which i've ranted yeah. and raved I'm, I'm interested to hear your thoughts a little bit later in the show um but yeah it, it was really cool stuff so 
hopefully we get to see more of that and that relationship wasn't tarnished. Uh, maybe they're maybe they've evened out with the kind of colossal failure of Marvel's Avengers and the seems to be a success of Guardians of the Galaxy. So uh what else is here? Keeley's been talking about the game awards for 2021. Uh it will be on December 9th. I think he said oh, yeah. uh, a bunch we of stuff gonna, around this, it. We're gonna talk about the golden joysticks last time if we have time. Maybe. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Maybe <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, Kelly said he expects the, sh uh, the show to feature 40 to 50 games this year, somewhat or another. He added that the number of new games being announced is probably in the double digits. Um, what else is there? It'll be a full-scale production with orchestra on stage, special celebrity guest, uh, the awards themselves, and a slew of new game announcements. Um, he said this year's massive lineup of games might be in some way tied to the pandemic, both because of the change game production schedules in a reduction in video game events where titles can be shown off so it seems like it's going to be another fun event like i, I thought last year's event was awesome um and if, if he just does what he did last year and throws in some awesome announcements that i'm super on board and we'll 100 uh, be co-streaming that almost every game awards has like doubled or substantially increased its viewership like every single time yeah and you'd have to start thinking in terms of publishers wanting to get the word out on their game the whole point is to get as many eyes as possible and that makes him a prime target for debuts yep. like a huge target i think if so you much look so like elden ring go ahead. announced there right and that like they did wonders i think final <laughs> fantasy 16 will be there yeah why, why not put the next biggest game you can think of from your lineup i think Breath of the wild 2 might be there i wouldn't be surprised i would not be surprised Maybe even Fable, right? The new Fable could be shown there gameplay-wise. Yeah. I think some whatever Netherrealm is working on, too, could possibly be there. Yeah, I, I would think that that's a shoe in especially given, like, you know, I think Netherrealm and, and Jeff Keighley go back all the way to, like, the Spike Awards, right? Like, they were showing yeah. shit back then, so there's probably a, a pretty good relationship for them to And the MK11 uh, reveal was Game Awards yeah. back in 2018, so. Yeah, could be a good one. Um, you were talking about the viewership, uh this article Ep epic games had the interview here which is really weird at epicgames.com on their news uh it says while the tra trajectory of the show will continue keely continues to warn that it can't keep up the staggering pace it seems to have hit since its inception each year seen sizable leap in viewership often jumping by double digit growth while last year's jump from about 45 million to 83 million was huge it actually wasn't the show's largest percentage growth which was more than 200 percent from 2016 to 2017 so at some point, that show's got to stop growing the way that it has. <laughs> Look, it's already it's already massive, but they very well bigger than E three. Yeah, they very well could hit a hundred million uh, this year in terms of actual like unique viewers for that. So we will see. I wonder how it December compares 9th. to the Oscars. Like the oh, like it the crushes viewership. I I would have oh, to imagine. Yeah, I mean, Oscars viewership has been declining for years. I thought. Well, they they don't do live streaming like game awards does right they don't like the permissions and stuff are not there no it's it's yeah it, it's broadcast <laughs> it's limited. yeah yeah um yeah so may 2nd 2021 uh the nelson data for the oscars was that it grew nine or sorry uh it drew not grew 9.23 million viewers a 51 percent oh, drop wow. uh from the 18.69 million who turned in tuned into the program in 2020 so it's dropping okay. drastically. And the Game Awards has sort of a, a one-up advantage in this is that it's counting everything, right? Like that, the Oscars are like just on ABC or some shit and that's it. Yeah. 
right. um right. the game awards is broadcast through restreams right <laughs> like they're counting all of that so yeah. that oh, yeah. that that lends a much bigger more comparable number that they can sell to publishers where it's like hey the viewership of our event gets this on average and it's been growing this much on average if you would like your game to show here this is what it'll cost and uh for for the whole point of game debuts you just want as many eyes as possible it doesn't fucking matter so that's why e3 has always been so laser focused because e3's pitch deck to to publishers is like this is the, the viewership you can be guaranteed and now Jeff essentially has that like lock and key way bigger than almost anything. Yep. And well, I don't know if you guys have, have tried to watch anything that is being broadcast on live television, but it's a fucking hassle. And also like a lot of times you got to put in your cable provider and I haven't had cable for fucking 10 years at least. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. use YouTube like TV. 20. <laughs> it's still uh, not necessarily simple, but yeah jeff Keeley definitely embraced it i think more so than faster than anyone else in the industry for what he does and what he's produced uh his content with the idea of co-streaming right like he led that charge and and i think the rest of the industry is catching up and realizing like wait a minute so we can just have these other people spread our show and they literally want nothing like they just want to be able to stream the content that's crazy <laughs> and he's like yeah that's all we do we just let them stream it for free and they like that. They want that. They want to be able to watch it with their audiences. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, E3's um, like, well, wait a minute. Can we charge them for this? Can we give them a licensing fee? <laughs> like, how can we make how can we make money off of this? It's like, no, you dumbass. ESA doesn't have an exactly wonderful, luxurious yeah. history of being super generous. Yeah. It's it's really silly. Now we know that that Kojima doesn't have a game like the Death Stranding is not up for any awards this year, it was up for last year's, right? What are the odds that he shows up anyway? That he has a cameo of some sort? He'll be there in some way. You think be he'll there. be there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's. I was it's, just curious if he needed to be on camera. Like, he, yeah. he gets a bad rap for like, like you know, he'll present an award all the time. I think he'll probably present an award if he doesn't have anything okay. to show. Okay. He'll be there for like best game direction or some shit. Most likely. And now for best tentacle use in a game for mobile, portable, or iPad, the nominees are. Yeah. Yeah, Kojima will be there one way or the other. Uh, two other bits, or at least one more bit of news. Uh, Riot uh, released the Arcane animation show. I don't want to say anime, but the animation uh, stuff on Netflix. Did either of you check it out yet? Have you watched uh, Arcane? It's on my list. Uh, Definitely I was, not. I talked to Chad about it, and uh, I talked to my lady about it. and Apparently, you don't have to be like a fan or even know about League of Legends to enjoy nope. it. So. I said, good, might give it a shot then. Might give it a look, yeah. but not haven't, haven't yet. Max, you came out with a definitely not. What's going on here? What do you have against I think League of Legends is like a tactical card-based first-person shooter. <laughs> but what if, what if, I don't know if I could sell you on this, and it's not necessarily my job to do so, but having watched it, what if I, and this is a bad, it, it is, in my opinion, granted, not necessarily a lofty, uh, not something to like, toot your own horn about but it's the best video game adaptation i've seen in media thus far and the animation quality is up there with some of the best i've seen like pixar levels of animation than witcher i could say this because ko's not here and his audience is not here <laughs> the witcher netflix show was actually bad it was just good because it was serviceable and it was the witcher <laughs> 
<laughs> I knew you were my homie. My homie. My I'm ace. excited for season two of The Witcher. Don't get me wrong. Right? Like, you can't go wrong with Henry Cavill, and you can't go wrong with everyone else in that show. They're great. They're fantastic to look at. And I'm sure the stories will be better. And it was based off a book as well, not a game. So there's that thing as well. But, yeah. Ar Arcane is actually legitimately, like, it's fantastic. It's actually good. Uh, definitely want want to try and uh, tell everyone to watch it if if you're at all inclined in animation. I wouldn't even say you have to be interested in League of Legends. It's, in fact, better if you don't know oh, the characters. Better right. comparison. Castlevania animated. Yeah, that one's different for me as well because I, I feel like the story, like the action in Castlevania is more adult-themed. But that's not to say that the animation and the fight sequences in Arcane aren't adult. And if anything, they're a lot more serious, if that makes sense. Like Arcane is a dark fucking show. Like it's not a yeah. it's not a cheery show. It's not like a Pixar jokey, you know, that style of show. It's pretty dark. Um But Castlevania is also good. But I would say in my opinion, it's better than Castlevania. Cool. Uh and okay. if you care at all Give about like popular opinion. I think Arcane was like number 38 uh, or number one in 38 countries on Netflix in the world or something like that. So it's, nice. it seems like it's captured a lot of interest uh, across the board. So give it a shot then. Yeah, it's, it's definitely worth checking out. So, uh, and there's only three episodes out. I think the next three episodes are out Saturday. And then the final arc is next Saturday. So it's not out there fully. Oh, they, oh, they said they're doing they're doing nine for this season. Yeah, yeah, and I think they've already said that they're going to plan on making more stuff okay. due to the success of this. So, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Um, I think if that all leads and they build in the like the lore and create because the lore has always been a little bit hit or miss, and they've done so much revamping of that stuff in the League of Legends world. Um, if they nail all of that stuff do you know three or four more of these seasons of of or style of animation for arcane with a bunch more and then they launch an mmo out of that that they're working on or launch a fighting game that they're working on uh it can obviously do very well uh and that's seems like that would be a smart plan so i will uh i will eagerly await the the mmo max what about the fighting game for riot are you at all was that does that get you to play a League of Legends thing? Are you still just like <laughs> no? It will. Like I'll definitely. I mean, I I that 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 easily has a chance to be like a huge fighting game for uh, the fighting game community, much less fighting games in general. And I yeah, I, I am curious because League does have like a really interesting cast of characters that feel like they would complement a fighting game really well. Yeah. The problem is that I've heard of this League of Fighters game for like what feels like seven years. fucking years. Yeah. And it, it, from what I understand, it has gone through so many different iterations and changes and people that have worked there no longer work there, you know, that I, it's hard for me to be excited about it uh, in any way anymore until we eventually just see something. And apparently we are going to see something a bit later this year. Oh, I just really we got a month left. Really, Max. <laughs> was that we got a month yeah, left in the year? True. <laughs> They're, they're apparently supposed to be a small update. I don't know if it's going to be a trailer, but something oh. from the devs at the end of this year talking about it in some way. Nice. So I just hope it isn't. I just hope it really isn't like a watered down, very like simplistic controlled esports kind of fighting game. I hope it's something that allows for a little bit of creativity. And, you know, I, I don't know. Like, 
there's so many fighting games now that specifically tone down mechanics and stuff like that and it it really ends up being sort of harmful for the game in the long run because people just get disinterested really fast so i hope it has a genuine a lot of really fun creative stuff that you can do with its characters yeah yeah well we'll see i mean maybe that pops up at the game awards this year right riot's got a lot of hype around it right now with with arcane out there and they're they just announced like a rhythm game or something like that yesterday and just out of curiosity that fighting game is with with uh lol characters yes yeah that's that's okay. the okay. yeah that's the hope that's yeah, what everyone's the, the saying. not title of it is league of fighters that's what that's what everyone's calling it in the industry yeah yeah and there could be right like i think there's 135 characters in league of legends i was just so. gonna say that like holy it's fuck, probably gonna man. start like, with six Brothers to eight suck yeah, it as far as characters go can you yeah well can you imagine if it goes well and the game is good and they launch with eight characters they could super smash brothers the fuck out of that game as they should <laughs> with, with trailers like dropping once a month or every two months for like 20 years <laughs> right? like they like, yeah. like, it'd be yeah. it'd be great if they if they pull mm. it off um yeah that that would be huge and that fan base would go wild for it they'd be rabid uh, every time one of those trailer hits right it'd be oh yeah super fun super fun to be a part of uh let's talk about what you guys have been playing zeke what uh you want to do max start with zeke? okay start with max. max what have you been playing i know you played guardians uh yeah were you did you finish it I did finish it. Yeah. What do you think of Guardians? I, I came on here and ranted and raved about how good the dialogue was and the, the gameplay was like serviceable, but that game really shines through with the dialogue and the story. At least yeah, that, that was kind of my summation of, of the game. After settling on it for some time, I think it's like a nine out of 10. I think it's still like really damn good. Shockingly yeah. way better than I thought it was going to be. I think the gameplay does lead for some really fun stuff. I, I actually do think I enjoy the team mechanics in the environments even more so sometimes in the combat stuff. Um, Cause I only find star Lord to be so interesting as the main combat guy, like the shooter McPew Pew dude. Yeah. Um, but I really, really, really enjoyed dang. Like you can use Drax to lift this big thing and then jump up to get to Gamora where she's going to throw you up here. I'm like, this is really sick. I actually hope they do I something know. like this with FF seven remake in the future. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you saw my tweet or saw whatever, but, Apparently, Glenn Howerton, who plays Dennis on Always Sunny in Philadelphia, was like one of the one of the top choices to be Star Lord. Really? Yeah. And I would have loved to have seen that version of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. I mean, I I think from like and, and Max, I'm curious is is I you're up there in terms of Marvel fandom with me. I feel like Star Lord, and maybe as he should be, is the least interesting voice and character in this game. Yeah, I, I think I agree in comparison to everybody else, but I would say he's a better Star-Lord than the movies. Oh, 100%. Every character is a better character. Every character is almost better than the movies, right? Yeah. yeah. And that's not saying the movies are bad. They just have no. 20 hours to flesh out characters in this, and they're awesome. Yeah. They do a great job. I mean, you could you could throw you could throw 20 hours at anything, and that doesn't mean it's going to be good. They actually True. spend... They're actually really effective at their character storytelling and some of the moments that take place during this. I'm like, you're not wrong. I, I had I had an epiphany about this game uh, as I was playing it. And one of the devs for not this game, but what I was about to make comparison to noticed it at the same time while he was watching me play it. This game is just God of War. 
um yeah. in so many ways like the, the 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 sequence of events what happens like the same way like in god of war that you have to go through this crazy trial with like zeus or i'm sorry with like you know all like the crazy mind prison hellheim stuff like there's a stuff just like that i'm like dude this game is like in the same way the combat in god of war is you commanding boy and you doing cool stuff with 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 that's Dad. very true yeah this is this is you just have four like i'm sorry a team of the boy and you just give them commands of what to do it's like it, i'm like damn this game is more so than anything i think it's more god of war than at the end of it you know with some mass effect mixed in you know it's yeah. uncharted it's very true i i think you mentioned the story beats they they have this miraculous ability in this game to go from like super serious moment where drax is talking about his dead family then to like making a joke about peter quill's dead mom uh <laughs> like in the span yeah. of like a minute uh yeah. you're just like maybe the writing a, a is little, shockingly good a little bit of like whiplash in the writing but in like a good way uh i think there's even like the there's the the joke that I'm directly thinking of is Drax looking at or sorry Quill looking at Drax's rap sheet and saying man this is your this is long and Drax makes a joke like yeah that's what your mom thought as well and then Rocket Raccoon says yeah but or, yeah and she's dead and like three lines and it's just like Jesus Christ they actually like went there <laughs> um, and it was there wasn't a moment in this game where I wasn't laughing in like a five minute period the the writing yeah, they, was just so snappy. And even even the the moment to moment dialogue and stuff like that is is genuinely good. Like there's not a lot of there, there's 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 prime opportunity in this game for there to be a ton of cringy shit. Yeah. Like in the same way that it was presented in the trailers, which comes across as a ton of cringy shit, and it isn't here. Like it's, I, I find it funny that Square Enix's marketing of this game is a huge disservice to how good the game actually is. It, you're not wrong. I remember when this showed last year, Zeke was on the show with me and uh, I think Jesse and uh, Dodger and, and Co were all there. And we all came out of their like premiere of the gameplay of this thinking like, wow, that looks really bad. Like that didn't look <laughs> good at all. And it was just yeah. nonstop banter and the, you know, comments like, I hope they don't talk the entire game. Yeah. No, con no context. It wasn't funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, and you play it and it's everything but that. That's really weird. Well, that's yeah. After the trailer, I was like, the only thing I could think was like, shut up. God, <laughs> fucking it, dude. Yeah, it, it didn't uh, didn't do that well uh, in that regard. But definitely, if you're at all uh, Marvel adjacent, like I'll echo what I said when we talked about it on the show prior, definitely check this game out. It is uh, one of the best games of the year, in my opinion. Uh, oh, and, easily and the right contender 100 percent. yeah the writing how many how many hours for you, for you both respectively uh 15 20 pretty dang long like yeah. 13 ish okay i was i was somewhere yeah. in the teens i, I want to say it was 15 20 I, yeah like 13 to 16 ish yeah. you know even if you're going pretty fast it it keeps going and it doesn't feel like it's overstaying it's welcome either or it doesn't feel padded it, it yeah the the writing is so smart because they it's hard to say they make allusions in the writing to things that as Marvel, as a Marvel fan, you're like, holy fucking shit. That just got name dropped. That's so obtuse and crazy. And like, Oh my God, I can't believe they would reference that. And then things happen in the story and you're like, wait a minute. 
like, what the fuck's going on? Right? I had another realization as we were playing through this, and I'm like, this is really good. Is this going to be held in direct comparison to the next Guardians movie? I think it is, where people are going to be saying, man, that Guardians of the Galaxy game was way better than that new Guardians movie, which, I mean, as a spoiler, might be some very similar story plot content type stuff that happens. You're not wrong. Yeah. Uh, yes. I, I will agree with you 100%, uh, knowing who was just cast in Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Yes, there will be a lot of similar story beats, I think, throughout that uh, throughout that film. And I, I, I also wonder, like, if James Gunn, the director, has even played this or knows of this existence and if he'll draw from it at all and try to go different routes so that he's not necessarily, you know, drawing direct comparisons because this was done so well. He might not give a fuck at all. Um, but yeah, yeah. I don't you'd know. think there would be communication in some way on that front, but you'd be surprised. Right. He really would be. I, I feel like he's like James Gunn seems like he's a gamer, right? Like he's got to be aware that this exists in one form or the other, but I don't know if he has 20 hours to sit down and play this necessarily. Uh, especially when like production, I think just started Monday for guardians yeah. three. So he might be a little bit busy and it seems like that uh, script is probably already set in stone. So cool. You give it a thumbs up. You're into it. Tell people to play it. Yeah. Two, two thumbs up, and I, and we played it insanely compromised, which is the streamer mode. Yeah. And that it is a, con- a significantly compromised experience that normal people will not have to deal with. And, dude, I don't know if you've gone back and watched some of the cutscenes, but, like... The soundtrack's the incredible. The cutscenes are awesome with the music. I was like, dude, this is so... Like, the musical riffs to, like, 80s tracks and stuff like that, the times to all the scenes, I'm like... This is so much cooler. And I still give it really a glowing review, even without that. Same. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Zeke, you definitely need to play it, I think, for, for Game of the Year discussion. Because I know, I think Co played it, and he was super into it. So it'll pop back oh, up. I, I honestly, I, I forgot to, to to pick it up last week. I just I just picked it up now. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm actually, I actually put a poll in my chat to see, like, what would be your level of excitement to see me stream it, rather than, you know, just play it on my own. I, I mean, I'll echo, again, what Max just said, like, the game is definitively better with the music with streamer mode off. So if, if you don't stream it, you might actually enjoy it more, especially knowing how in yeah, tune I, you are I'd with recommend the 80s. It actually, like, well, if I did it, no, if I if I did it, I'd, if I streamed it, I'd stream it with with the music. But I would just have I would tick that like delete pods as soon as yeah, as soon yeah. as I'm done thing. Yeah, I know a handful of sure. streamers have done that as well. So. Oh, absolutely, yeah, probably the right play. Um. Max, Call of Duty Vanguard, you spend much time with it? Yeah, more, more Call of Duty. Of days. I, I, it's more Call of Duty, right? But it does things that I really like, which is um, large-scale map player engagement. You know, the Blitz mode thing allows you to get, like, 10v10, 15 versus 15, you know, 24 versus 24 on, like, mid to large-scale maps. So that, I've always been a fan of, like, the Ground War-style playlist in Call of Duty, and it's gone away for many a long time and but if they do bring it back like in modern warfare it's on these giant maps where it's like okay it doesn't really even matter if we're 64 versus 64 at this point <laughs> um anyway yeah I, I i'm actually really enjoying it weirdly enough and it just feels like a modern take of a uh, world at war nice. which was the old the old ww2 last big ww2 pre-ww2 uh call of duty yeah yeah i know uh we had jericho on last time you were on as well and we were talking to him about it um 
he i think to, to get his opinion into the show he's said it's one of his favorite cods in a, a long time he's super into it he's been playing a lot of it so seems it's like fun. it's a good year for cod um yeah it seems it's like weird it's because it, on the surface level it looks awful <laughs> it really looks like one of the most phoned in like things there is but shockingly when you play it it's super fun yeah and it's got some great kill streaks and shit i don't i'm not i'm not been into call of duty multiplayer in a hell of a long time um this is probably the most i've played uh, in a while so i'm actually almost up to one full prestige which is the last time i even got that far wow. was black ops 2 that's a lot of cod you, you've been gaming yeah. do you play a single player at all no yeah okay i've heard it's it's okay uh, but I haven't actually talked to any streamer friends that have played through it. About to be yep. five or six hours, so it's not too much of a commitment. But yeah, uh, anything else, Max? You want to uh, to bring up? I'm kind of scrolling through your your vod list, dude. Bring, bring just just so I can chat about it. Bring up the stream from last night, uh, the Cyclops slash Psylocke mods for okay. Ultimate Marvel Three, and scroll to like the later uh, quarter of the video or something like that. Uh, I Are we close? this is yes, this is exactly it. So I uh, am am playing Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom Three, arguably one of the best fighting games of all time, and uh, this is a special modified version of the game where uh, fans have essentially fan-modded in other Marvel versus Capcom characters that never made it into this game. Oh, nice. So Psylocke, for example, and Cyclops, you'll see them in a second. Uh, Cyclops is modded in after Sea Viper, the old Street Fighter Four character that's in this game, but heavily tuned to play like Cyclops from Marvel versus Capcom 2. Damn. So, that's a lot of work. Uh, and it's a shit ton of work. And here's the crazy part. This engine is a super unique Capcom engine that doesn't exist for like a ton of games and doesn't have a lot of documentation. So uh, to actually do any of this stuff is ridiculously hard. These guys don't even have a model importer. So they cannot import models from other games like every game kind of kind of can. Uh, so here's Cyclops, right? Yeah. This, this Cyclops mod is just like an, an existing character that has been so finely tuned. His shoulders are busted because it's all over a female <laughs> model and the size comparison's all messed up. But the coolest part is that it literally plays like Cyclops, like from MVC2. It's so much work and effort that it's crazy. And fans have made like 17 to 18 different characters like this, like Damn. classic stars Chris, you know, um, Psylocke. Somebody, somebody put in Captain Marvel from Marvel versus Capcom Infinite and put that over Nova, which makes a lot of sense. That makes sense, yeah. Yeah. so and made them play like the other versions of the characters um watching me get my ass kicked because i'm using this new character but yes yeah, cyclops is like shockingly functional and if i get to see eventually a super or something like that i'm having an absolute goddamn blast with this character dude like <laughs> the shoulders are fun as hell he looks weird because yes like they do not have a model importer like everything is jankly kind of put together in many ways but the crazy part is the gameplay and they're the, the fans of the game the modders are trying to get a model importer from some pretty big programmers that can figure it out and uh it's a coming along so pretty soon they'll take a model from like marvel ultimate alliance 3 and just stick it in here and then re-rig it a little bit and that can actually happen so it's badass man this game is great I'm, I'm i'm playing it online through parsec right now and we're having a great time that's awesome i, I know this is part of a much much larger discussion but does this type of stuff benefit uh, in terms of it being created and leading to Marvel or leading to Capcom being like, oh, maybe we should actually make another something of these? Like, does that help at I, all? I'd say definitely not. I'd say yeah. Capcom probably doesn't even know this stuff exists. Really? 
Yeah, Capcom is pretty off hands when it comes to mods. They, they don't seem to give a shit. Uh, and, and whether or not that influences stuff or has like a big impact, maybe if it's like huge, like really blows up on social media or something like that. But when it comes to mods, Capcom is pretty like completely offhand to the point where they're just going to ignore it, yeah. which is a good thing because they won't like take it down unless you try to sell it. Right. Okay. I guess that, well, maybe they should sell it, get their attention. It's <laughs> true. true. Yeah. Cool. Uh, also, how do, uh, if people are interested in grabbing this, how do they, where should they, where should they look? What uh, should they do? Ultimate Marvel 3 is available on PC for super cheap um, uh, in the range of like less than five bucks sometimes on Steam. And uh, the modded files are on Game Banana. It's called Palette Swap. And okay. yes, it palette swaps in the alternate costumes of characters as completely unique characters. And there's like like 18 in that palette swap and there's several. Damn. Somebody put in um, Super Scroll as M. Bison. And that yes, it's sense. a Marvel versus Capcom version of like m bison with super scroll with like a red cloak but <laughs> since no model importer he plays very much like a m bison uh mbc2 bison which is awesome i mean in a lot of so, ways is he doing the is he doing the bison arm cross because i could see a scroll doing the the bison <laughs> arm cross. I, yeah well it, it, the crazy part is that i don't know if he does because oh. they have to they have to take animations that exist in the game already that's how oh, this stuff is done so They're if essentially bison's like, not in the game then yeah, so here's here's a crazy, crazy backstory of it, is that you have like 52-something characters in the game to pull animations from. That's the thing that they can easily swap. Right. So they're making characters by essentially reusing animations and assets and just tweaking those and hitboxes and yada, yada, yada. But the game came with a mode called Heroes and Heralds. And Heroes and Heralds allowed you to like customize gameplay. Like you can add air dashes to characters or parries or weird shit, right? And it was a mode that was largely forgotten by a lot of people. However, in Heroes and Heralds, there's a ton of assets, things that modders can use to create new shit. Oh, that's and that's cool. what they've done. They've used all of these assets that are actually in Heroes and Heralds, something that everyone forgot about, to make literally brand new characters. So it's awesome. It's a ton of effort. It's a ton of work. And uh, I just got the chance to fire it up last night because I've been waiting for the model importer. And I'm like, you know what? Screw it. And I had a fucking blast. Cyclops is so much fun. It's ridiculous. That's great. That's cool stuff. Yeah, this it's after Guilty Gear. I definitely have my eyes on more fighting games of like maybe I'll maybe I maybe I can dip my toes in this, but at least not now. We'll have to see. What is the next big fighting game that's coming out? What's like the uh, King? Oh, that's right, King of Fighters fifteen. King of Fighters, yeah, yeah. That's all. That's like that's a giant hurdle to get over, right? For a new fighting game player, that's a tough one. Uh, KOF fifteen is definitely going to be a bit more accessible. Um. With okay. still having a lot of crazy stuff. And it's going to have a pretty big roster, too. It's like, like 38 characters at the start. Jesus. Okay. So, yeah. But it's a team game. It's a, it's not it's a three tag three team, team game. game it's right? a team game. Yeah. It's like one character. You have to exhaust their whole bar. Then you fight the other. Yes. Okay. That's how it works. Cool. Cool, cool. Uh, Mario Party, by the way. How's, what, how's, is, are you upset about mark I'm, I'm upset <laughs> that there's a very very low amount of maps uh ah. once again that's super disappointing however the maps that they have put in there are pretty pretty damn good and okay. the mini game collection is pretty damn good it's okay. caused for some great drama yeah I, zeke we might need to put a mario par- I, I don't know if we would survive i was just a mario gonna party. say that dude i want to play mario party with you guys dude mario but i don't party. know if you want to play with me 
Dude, Mario that Party one's online. This one actually has functional online. So Does that's it work a big well? Part. Do you have to have the the uh, Nintendo Online Pass thing, or do you not? Know? I don't know because I've I've only played it local. Ah, okay, all right. I I think I've seen like uh, like uh, Hassan and Saikuno and all them uh, Valkyrie. They're all playing online. It seems mm-hmm. fine. So, yeah. No, no, no. My chat, not Mario Kart. I'm never ever playing that on stream <laughs> ever again. Probably never in life ever again. Mario Party, different story. Yeah. I would, Mario Party though is is a little bit more rage inducing, with just like the yes, the the RNG nonsense that can just fuck you in that game is uh, biblical. <laughs> yes, I'm I'm cool with that. I like okay. that. That's fine. All right, all right. Yeah, we might uh, we might need. To I'd love that. to play. Yeah, a competitive, uh, you know, low entry level game. Yeah, I love those kind of games. Fall Guys was the, was the last one I remember being like, I loved playing it. Yeah, true uh zeke dread did you finish it i know yes, last I time Max was on, we talked about it as well so i'm glad he's back to hear yep. your thoughts on it yep yep uh played it finished it in uh like i think three days or something like three streams something like that um got i think i i wasn't going for 100 i usually don't go for 100 uh hmm. first playthroughs um i mean i didn't avoid anything i did go out of my way like oh what's that over there i, I went out of my way to get stuff but I didn't like look up a guide or FAQ about like how to get all of the shit in every level. So I Good. think I ended up fifty nine percent. I think it was like I was about get. the same. Yeah, yeah. Um, but dude, this game is fucking fantastic. It's everything you want in a in a two D Metroid. Uh, people consistently ask me like, what other Metroid games you played? Well, I played all of the two D ones. I played two of the Primes. I missed. I didn't play the third one. The the F the first person. I mean, it was good, but it just didn't appeal to me. Um, but the, the 2D ones definitely do. And this is definitely up there as far as, like, my favorite Metroid game. It, it would be arguable. Like, definitely top three, but probably, like, it would probably be competition between uh, Super Metroid and this game. Because my favorite, is, it's a weird choice, but my favorite is uh, Metroid 2. On the, on the original fucking Game Boy, because I just sure. I loved the story of it. It was just a fantastic like story with twists and stuff. But yeah, getting past the story, but the gameplay is is absolutely wonderful. Save one thing, um, and I don't like to point out the bad shit when everything else is fucking excellent, like A plus. Um, I absolutely loved it, but there is one thing, and I don't know like why they did it, and it it doesn't. I don't remember it being the same. In the other games, but that fucking double jump in Metroid Dread that you have to wait for it. You have to wait for the second jump. And I'm not talking about, I know the difference, and don't be, don't fucking talk down to me and be like, oh, you have to spin before you do it. It's like, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the straight up jump where you don't spin. I'm talking about after you start spinning, you cannot immediately fucking jump again. Oh, there's a to delay wait. to it? Yes. And I fucking hated that. I ran into that same in weird. That I, hated. I ran into that same weird timing um, in Super Metroid as well. It took me a while to get used to it. Where it's like it I forget same? what they, it actually has a name. It's like uh, spin the name jump or of something? the double spin. Yeah, and it, it took me a while to get the hang of it. In this game, it feels a bit looser still, but it's still absolutely there. Where it's like they almost use Super Metroid as like a primer of how. No, I'm not talking just. Just to clarify, I'm not talking about Space Jump, which is the boing, 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 boing. I'm talking yeah. about the very... Now, that's always been a rhythm. Now, I get that. 
I'm talking about the very first jump after the, after the, excuse me, the very second jump. So it's a jump and then the double jump before you even get space jump. They give you a double jump. And you use that for the rest of the game. But <laughs> it's so unresponsive. Space jump has always been like a, you have to do it in time. Totally understand that. Totally get it. But like just the very next jump after the, after the first is just a fucking mess. And I hated it. And I don't remember it being like that. I don't remember it being like delayed. But uh, past that. Apart from that, yeah. Uh, that was the only thing that I didn't like about the game. Everything else was fucking phenomenal. The, the locations, the puzzles. I love doing the, uh, the, the few that I did. I love doing the, uh, um, the speed block puzzles, like figuring out how to build up that speed and get in there. And like, you got to jump over there and you got to, you know, slide. Then, you know, figuring that shit out was, was super fun. And I, I, I'm looking forward to going back to the game on my own time and uh, doing all of those and finding all the, all the nooks and crannies and shit. Um, the, the boss fights, very very good very well done boss boss fights elite fights um i really enjoyed the the urgency that the robot section i really like that i like the urgency that it gave to the game uh the feeling of like shit i gotta get through this the dread part i guess yeah it was a nice like pace breaker too so it isn't the game yeah. isn't the exact same thing the whole time totally totally um and uh the feeling you get when you can actually when you actually like guess right on the on the the robot parry that's awesome that's an awesome feeling where you're like wow and you're like yeah get fuck off me <laughs> you run away again like i, I didn't good. realize because i didn't play uh like the samus returns remake that there's this engagement with like the the, the post parry cutscenes and stuff like that where you can like blast the enemies until like the latter portion of the game i was like wait a minute i can shoot missiles during this and that gives <laughs> you the most like like eat shit like kind of feeling when you're in a cutscene like yep. blasting the fuck out of this guy in the mm -hmm. face. I'm like, I love this, man. This is so cool. Oh, totally. Um, oh, there is one other minor thing I would change about the about the game, and I don't know, like it's been so long since I played another Metroid before this that I don't know it felt like or if I remember the missile button, wasn't it a toggle? Toggle misses on, toggle misses off. Like go from yeah. gun, go to missile. Because you had to go from like you had to switch to super missiles, right? I hated holding down the button. I don't want to hold down the button. I just want to, I just want to toggle for the missiles. Like I want to turn them on, leave them on, turn off. Because half the fights I was just holding down buttons, and I hate doing that. Like yeah. it seems like it seems ridiculous to do that. In fact, I'm, I'm holding the rubber band. This is my boss fight rubber band, <laughs> where I where I rubber band down my bumper. I didn't have to hold this is down. definitely one of those games where like every single combination of every single button on your controller is going to get utilized in some way and by the time you're fighting the last guy you're gonna to have to do all of it yeah okay uh yeah but my gripes with this are very very minor <coughs> did you There's finish just, it sometimes some right oh yeah 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 okay got to the boss fight uh boss last boss i think took me about 45 minutes of trying doing it doing it again uh, but man, what a fun fucking fight! It felt like uh, it felt like uh, back in the day when you were uh, when I first played like Mega Man Two, and you get to Doctor Wily, and you're like, "Oh shit, there's another thing! Oh shit! Oh my god!" And then you like <laughs> die, and you come back and you're like, "All right, I'm a little wiser now. Let's fucking do this." You know, that's what it felt like. It was very very fun. Nice. 
Yeah, this was, uh, I, I tried it on a plane when I was uh, going home for family purposes and uh, might have not been in the best headspace for it because I got about 30 minutes in. I was like, I think I'm just going to watch some West Wing and then <laughs> started watching some West Wing. So sure. uh, I, I'm, I will probably need to go back to it to at least put some time into it because um, I think it'll, did, did Co play this at all, Zeke? I don't know if he has. I don't know if he played Metro. Yeah, he did. Yeah, oh, he did? I, okay. I, I think he did, right? It'll probably come up in Game of the Year again, I would think, in some factor. So, Yeah, it's definitely he has a not yet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well. Oh, yeah. No, this is definitely definitely on my on my short list. Nice. Of Games of the Year, for sure. Nice. It's, it's really, really good. <clears throat> and it's I'm so, so, so glad that they decided. Zeke, that, did you that play Returnal? Fuck yeah, I did. That's oh, yeah. also on we the were on the same show. Yeah. We were on the show together and we all yeah. talked about that. I was yeah. about to say, I remember that conversation because it was like seven months ago or something like that. I don't think but, Zeke had played yeah. it at that point, though. He had, he played uh, okay. it recently. Yeah. So, yeah, there, there's yeah. already a lot of like spiritual influence all over Returnal with like Metroidisms and stuff like that. So I was just like eating this shit up, dude. I'm like, oh my God. Because I had never played Super Metroid until this year and uh, before before this game came out, before Dread. So. I really was like uh, all about it in in 2021. I'm sorry, in, in, in this year, trying to figure out all this stuff that I'd never been experienced before. And Returnal was like the beginning of it. And man, I loved the shit out of that game. Yeah, uh, Max, did you play uh, the uh, the other game that I'm I'm debating on whether, but I've heard a lot of hype is Deathloop. Did you play it? I didn't. No, I just never had okay. a chance to jump into it. Yeah, I don't. I didn't. Just curious if you would recommend it or not. I I think. I think that'll probably pop. I think Co liked that a lot. A, a lot of people, that game seemed very divisive. Like, yeah. Uh, you either really liked that game or you really hated that game. No there, one there was, was a moment like where it seemed like, there was a moment when it came out and it seemed <clears> like, oh, me passing on this because it obviously felt like it was just shown in trailers for way too much for way too long. God damn, that game had so um, many trailers, dude. Yeah, and it was just like, okay. So uh, it's going to come out and it's just going to be a thing. It's either going to be a- amazing or it's not. But then it comes out and it gets some really good, good glowing, like, damn, this game's actually super good. Yeah. And then you wait like a week and then all the impressions seem to have changed. We're like, oh, no, the AI is super stupid. And no, totally. I actually, it's not that good. Like the beginning of it sort of like feels like it caught everyone by eye. And then I was like, oh, maybe I'll give it a shot. And then just a few days later, I'm like, oh, maybe not. Yeah. I, I'm right there with you. That I I watched that in real time, just like you did. Um, so I never touched it. Heard it was all right. I heard it was all right, but I didn't didn't play it. <clears throat> so uh, I checked out two other games. Won't spend too long on them. Uh, Lost Ark, the MMO ARPG that's been out forever in Korea. Uh, they did their closed beta test, or I don't know. Who cares? They played. They the game was playable. I don't know what it's fucking called. <laughs> days there's so many different names for this shit the game was playable over the past weekend and uh turns out it's very good i was surprised um i watched a lot of in-game rating this is like one of the first big big dungeons that you can do uh in the game uh full disclosure i was sponsored to play it um but i had a great time with it when i played it uh and i watched i was watching uh dat mods who is like an arpg uh poe streamer last night um do a bunch of the end game raids and that stuff seems wild and uh very in a lot of ways like final fantasy telegraphed uh in terms of all the boss mechanics um and also very complex and also difficult as well 
when it comes to the end game rates. So uh, whenever this ends up launching in 2022, I'll end up checking it out. Seems like it's going to be a good uh, a good time, uh, at least for you know however many hours you want to spend in it. Seems like it's going to be a lot. I think to hit 50, it takes about 15 to 20 hours, and then like all the end game shit that you can do uh, starts to multiply and and really flesh out that game time to you know hundreds of hours depending on how much you want to spend because it is at first and foremost it is an mmo right so that's got all of that stuff already built into it and i think it's got two or maybe three years of development already on it in korea and so they're launching with a shit ton of content here in the u.s when uh, when it comes out sometime next year hopefully early next year um with a lot of other stuff already waiting in the wings to be uh, be added to it so should be a cool time uh, and I'll definitely be checking it out then. The other game that I played uh, was Forza Horizon. We talked about that in the news uh, for Forza Horizon 5. And uh, hey, it's more Forza. If you've played Forza Horizon 4, uh, they polished the shit out of it, though. And it is a, uh, a full-on open-world driving game. Uh, a lot of people, I don't know if I would say, I don't play that many open-world driving games, but a lot of people have said it's one of the best of all time. Uh, the reviews you say for it's that a driving ass game. It's a driving ass game. Uh, that game <laughs> reviewed very, very well, uh, and will probably pop up on a lot of people's game of the year. Um, it is polished wow. as shit. It is super fun to play. Uh, it's a lot of fun just to jump in with friends and the open world aspect is, uh, is a very good time. It's also the, the easiest sell and the biggest sell in that game is it's on game pass. So if you are at all curious about checking that game out, um, the intro alone, if you have if you have the setup for like a 4K OLED with HDR, the intro alone in that game uh, is fucking drop-dead gorgeous. It is awe-inspiring how good that game looks. If you can run it at like 4K60 with everything maxed out, it is... It really seemed like Microsoft has eclipsed Gran Turismo at this point. Yeah, fully. I, I mean, it's, it's more arcade-y than Gran Turismo. Like, a... a it does have sim aspects to it, but it is by no means a sim racer. I think Gran Turismo still kind of lies in that sim racing world um, more so than it does in the arcade racing world. So I think just by that alone, its uh, audience is kind of clipped. Um, it's funny to, to me, like to, to say that Forza is like an arcade racing game when my perspective of arcade racing games is like Sega crazy taxi so, and shit. <laughs> well, like specifically Daytona oh, USA Daytona? Sega okay. rally. Sure. You know, you like cruising. cruising just came USA. Out. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Like the cruising was like a perfect example of an arcade ass arcade racing game. And uh, to me, like Forza always is, uh, always is closer to like the, the, the simulation it's element of it. It has without, some aspects. Yeah. There's no denial. Yeah. Right, like you, you yeah. can go in and say like I want this car to be front loaded no towards the front second. tires. No, not at all. Uh, yeah. Also, Burnout Paradise, the best arcade racing game of all time. May they rest in peace. Although Burnout Takedown might have been better. I just here I'll keep preaching it till the end of days. Just give me a crash mode in a fucking racing game. It's the best <laughs> racing element of any game I've ever played. And uh, unfortunately, you can't do it anymore because car manufacturers don't want their fucking cars to be manhandled Destroyed. in a video game and so you just can't do it uh but i really want it stupid yeah yeah damn those companies for not wanting their products to be destroyed and <laughs> portrayed in that manner i get it i understand Remember the movie twister 
That movie was basically a Dodge Ram commercial where they got they just fucked up their truck the whole time. Yeah, but it still ran at the end. It still ran at the end, though. You know? I do. I do got to give Forza credit with all the the crazy. I can't remember which one it was, but all the crazy customization you can do in that game actually finalized me when I was when I was tuning up my car and all I wanted to see like, what if I did this, this, and this? I literally just bought the car in Forza and just made the customizations myself. Did like all the trimmings the way I wanted to do it, and I was like, okay, we're good. <laughs> like, <laughs> yep, I'm making the right decision. Like, it was it was kind of neat to have a game that allowed me to do that before sure. I committed, you know, the money. Yeah. Yeah, it's been uh, one of the friends of the stream, uh, Julia, who's also an emote artist. It's kind of known Twitch wide. Uh, she got into the um, like decal or or uh, rap aspect, the art aspect of Forza, and so she's sure. been designing a bunch of that shit. Uh, and that in its base, that is just a bunch of circles and squares and shapes in order to create like full-on masterpieces she picked it up in like a fucking day and i was just like how do you Uh how do you do this like how is your brain able to just turn this random circle into like an actually fully fledged character like rendition of donald duck or some shit uh that that system continues to escape me uh and my capabilities but she picked it up in a day so it's been really cool to see uh all of the artists uh you know when that game launch, they they usually invite a, a bunch of the well known artists to kind of create a bunch of stuff. So it's it's stockpiled. It's wild. Does that to see have that. like a does that have like a, a a user community like selling aspect where you it can does. sell your you own? You can't sell you can't sell for real money. It, it's all in game. It's all in game credits. Damn it. Yeah. yeah. Damn it. I thought that'd have been badass. If people like just create the most incredible thing and you get a cut of it. Yeah. You 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 can. You can determine how many in-game credits you can you will sell the the what liveries or the skins for. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's not like it's not like an NFT or anything like that. Okay. We're not Discord over here. Did y'all? We didn't even talk about that. Did y'all see that shit? That Discord wants to get into the NFT and uh, blockchain have, okay, world. I, I want to have next, next. No, you don't. No, we're not going to spend next, any no, no, time no, 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 talking no. about next, this shit. I'm not going to even show, try to explain. I want to have Co on. <laughs> And you and I want to. I want to have an unironic discussion about NFTs because I am. I don't want to have that conversation. I don't know what they are still, and I am trying to remain ignorant. I, man, (laughs) I don't want to know. Yeah, well, I'm trying to remain ignorant. It's it's uh, yeah. There, there, yeah. Trying to live the examined life, like Plato and Socrates said. Well, it's one of those things where it's it's like even even at its like most base explanation, I still probably couldn't do a good job. And I honestly, admittedly, don't know all there is to do it. It all just feels and seems like a giant racket and a scam. And I know that's I don't like want to talk about it now. Yeah. Well, that that's why I don't want to have the conversation for it because I feel like the the people that that are for are pro nft and and pro all that shit uh it it has gotten to the point now where the discussion itself is uh so volatile that it's on like it's it's become like political in a lot of ways like it's that level of discussion you can't even talk about it without fucking people no getting... no because wow it, it, it's 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 that level of um of like uh line in the sand for a lot of people 
of like if you're on one side or the other. Hmm. I have no idea. Um, and now really even in the streamer world, like this past week, there was a ton of streamers that like uh, were doing sponsored streams for NFT things. And like the, the amount of money got out for how much they were like $300,000 was the number being tossed around from one of the top streamers for doing a sponsored stream, talking about NFTs and shit like that. Um, and so, you know, it, it uh, I don't know. It, it's a wild conversation. Uh, not necessarily one that I'm super well equipped to handle. And I, I unfortunately don't know if I want the person to come on, whoever they may be. I don't know who it would be. I don't know if I want to know that person that is well equipped to handle that conversation, right? Like, I don't want to know that person uh, at the end right. of the day. So, I'll yeah. Just, I'll, I'll save it for my chat and see what they think. It's it's a, it's an interesting one for sure. Uh, and I think it's definitely, it's obviously a hot topic, right? Like, people love yeah. talking about it. There's no doubt about it. As we're entering no, into get, the metaverse I, and all that bullshit, but. Like I, I, I could write down like five things I know about it, but they don't fit in any way I can tell. Yeah, yeah. I, I, Max's situation and uh, to an extent your situation of <laughs> just being ignorant might be the best case scenario. At the end of the day, until it just goes away. Yeah, until it goes away or it becomes an actual thing that you need to care about, which I don't know if it ever will. Eh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is what it is. We're going to start investing in memes. Yeah. It's going to be meme investments. I'm going to like, I'll take 10. I got to call my accountant. Hold on. <laughs> I'll take 10 of this. Uh, uh, I'll take, uh, I'll take 50 of them firing my laser. That's what it's going to be in the future. <laughs> they're, they're trading memes like stock. Yes. Uh, that's weird champ. Sell, sell, sell. But have you seen, have you read any of the like horror stories of people? Uh, in the NFT world, and how bad they've just like fucked themselves over. It, I mean, they're I, hilarious. I this whole, whole crypto thing as well. Yeah, yeah, they're right. they're absolutely hilarious. There were, I think there was one where it was I don't know the monetary value, a million dollars. It was at least a million, and like this guy had a million dollars, and it was a photo of something, and the guy he sent it to someone that said he wanted to see the NFT, so he sent him the image, but that is the nft so the guy just said hey this is mine now thanks and just like stole the nft that this guy paid a million dollars for and then the guy tried to go to the people that regulate nfts and say like hey this guy stole it but the way that nfts recognize who owns it is who literally holds the nft and so he just fucked himself <laughs> by handing i have so many questions and i don't want them answered <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, it's just like what it's just it's just ridiculous that that was like my baseline thing, yeah. It's crazy. Also, like is it a JPEG with a barcode? Like, uh, let's not talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Uh, stop it. <laughs> we can stop it. I got, it's not I a got shit to do. Kind of, but not really. Anyways, yeah, it's advanced. Let's just say that it's not advanced. It's convoluted on purpose in a lot of ways. Also, to circle back, Co just hit us up in Slack. The amount of people that have linked me, it me JP's take on Witcher should be illegal. Thanks, chat. <laughs> <laughs> you got oh, me in cool. trouble with dad. Thanks, chat. You guys are great. <laughs> Let's do some shout outs. Except to my traders. Y'all can go fuck yourself. How about that? Uh, Max, what do you got going on? What's coming up? I know you're on like an hour and a half of sleep. Thank you for uh, 
showing up to the show today and Chad and Elden oh, no Ring problem. with us. I appreciate that. It's that dad, that dad time that you're on right <laughs> that now. Energy, yeah, yeah. Uh, right now, the biggest thing that's coming up for me is going to be the King of Fighters uh, beta. I know that the Elden Ring network test is happening this Friday with weird streaming requirements, um, not requirements actually. As a result, so we'll see what happens there. I'm going to sort of gauge the situation um, <laughs> and move forward accordingly. I think we, me and JP have talked about this. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, King of Fighters beta is happening. I'm going to be playing a few more fighting games. There's actually not a ton at the end of this year, uh, but then next year begins and it becomes an absolute insane ballistic ass fest of video games all at the same so time. So the first quarter is going to be nuts. I'm very much looking forward to it. And I'm also really looking forward to game awards. So we're going to be watching that with our usual Yo video games crew, most likely live. But outside of that, yeah, fighting game stuff. Be playing some more Marvel versus Capcom games as usual, just because I got the itch. And uh, yeah, a lot more fighting game coverage on the channel. Awesome stuff. Yeah, we'll have to have you back uh, sometime in early 2022 after the just insane amount of games uh, in yeah. like a two week period once we finished them all for sure. Zeke, what's going yeah. on with you? What do you got coming up? What can people check you out? Uh, I've got absolutely nothing coming up. I'm quitting streaming forever. Whoa. I'm going straight into NFTs. Uh, NFTs. Nice. And uh, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna put a paintbrush in between my butt cheeks and draw something. And then I'll sell it for whatever, $7 million. No, I actually Beautiful. I am streaming. I'm not streaming today, though. I'm not streaming after this. Um, I will be streaming tomorrow. Uh, I don't know what I'm playing because I thought Metroid Dread might bleed into Thursday, but we actually ended up finishing it. So uh, I'm looking at maybe some Darkest Dungeon to uh, checking out some more stuff there. Or maybe we do, maybe we fire up Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't know. But uh, I will be streaming tomorrow at 10 a.m. Pacific. Um, and then uh, I'm, 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 I'm got my fingers crossed for my, uh, my eBay package because I, I bought... Uh, Gothos, Gothos, I'm not sure. G O T H O S. It's an old FMV game from I don't know how long ago with vampires in it. But as soon as I get that, we'll fire that up. So that's what's coming up for me. Awesome. Thanks for watching. Oh, follow me on all the things at Ezekiel underscore II. Yeah, I'm excited for Men's Day. Uh, your your show. It's very. Oh right. <laughs> we yeah, found yeah. Where it's we got. We, yeah, we got to change that, at. and we yeah. got to change the. Both of them have that. So yeah. I just okay. You just took my Twitter bio, so just recopy my Twitter <laughs> bio and. Yeah. Can do. Barry will get one of those. I, you know I'll what? get the other. I, I'm not a frequent Twitch stage host anymore either. You know what? I got to change this whole fucking thing. I got to go back to my Twitter bio and change that. Okay. All right. We'll get it figured out. Uh, what do I have coming up? Not uh, kind of Battlefield on. Uh, I'm off center. Here we go. Uh, Battlefield Friday is uh, early access. Starts for that. Excited for that. Uh, kind of just playing more league and questioning my situation and why I play. That game after like eight hours yesterday, so that's a doozy. Uh, might be checking about, uh, or might be checking out uh, SMT Five here soon. That launches Friday as well. Um, I don't know if we'll do a full playthrough. That's like a hundred plus hour game, but kind of counting the hours till uh, Endwalker comes out in December, and then uh, Halo Infinite as well. Those are the the two big games right now that I'm most looking forward to. So that is that, and that will do it for the old dropped frames. We're done. It feels nice to finally have talked about Elton Ring. I don't have this like itch constantly in the back of my head to just like talk and think about that game anymore. Now I just got to play it. We got to wait four months or three months. Now it's time to forget that it exists until it comes out. Yeah. Yeah. And also maybe play it this weekend. 
it's just fucking just a weird yeah we'll see man just a weird the, the dark souls 3 network <clears throat> test was the same shit you know where it was like you're not supposed to stream it and everybody streamed it yeah yeah it's a weird situation um but there will probably be streams of it this weekend and they may or may not include me and max somewhere in them depending on if we get told don't do it or if we get told don't do it wink thumbs up <laughs> type yeah. scenario. we'll see yeah we'll just have to see how it goes so uh that's it for drop frames this week we will be back next week uh co uh will also be here next week so we can finally drop that conversation from the chat damn that'll Ooh. be fucking nice yeah yeah uh co he we he hasn't been around these parts in a while max but he is uh sometimes a host of this show oh yeah you've met uh better co uh, by jerry goes by first name jerry uh it's his lesser form Mm. yeah yeah okay he'll be back next week perhaps maybe okay maybe not after the witcher comments we'll just have to see we'll just have to see (laughs) (laughs) but that's it for us this week thank you guys so much if you want to watch the uh two or so hours that we talked about elden ring uh, you can do so. It's already up on my YouTube channel. Or if you want to watch his, uh, watch Max's content where he gets 30 extra additional minutes uh, or 30 different minutes, I should say, not additional, uh, of Elden Ring, definitely go check that out over on his YouTube. Uh, but for now, we're out of here. Thanks for watching the old Drop Frames. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>